welcome to another episode of Sports Nonsense and Whiskey. Gotcha. Back on Wednesday, <laughs> May 26th. Probably only for a week, but we're all together once again. Discuss a little of the usual. Fellas, how you doing tonight, Zach? It's your boy, Zach. There we go. He's yeah. back. He's get, back. Get it Pinky. right, Caleb. Pinky. It, 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 you know, it's been a, a good week because usually we have a baseball game tonight, but... Xander doesn't, so we moved it to Wednesday because Aaron had, Aaron had something bad at work, right? Restocking. Yeah. SP, how was, you doing? How was, you doing now? Was, yeah. Work to do. <laughs> it's whatever. Work had to get done. <laughs> He's got a big glass of whiskey. We can jump into that real quick. Oh, yeah. Nice big glass of uh, some peach pecan old camp. Who, who doesn't want an eight-ounce glass of whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to go tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hey, Pinky, you know. what are you sipping on over there? Um, I went ahead and tried out the uh, Colorado Select Club. They have uh, some interesting... They, it comes with a, like a kind of like a Crown Royal bag, but it's got, you know, Colorado flag on it and everything. Okay. So the marketing really draws, it, draws you in. <laughs> got him. Got me. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> how, much was, uh, how much was the bottle? I was like 18. But you got it's in that bag. You got a cool little backpack now. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, my He's daughter. He's got a cool little fleece. You know, maybe. My daughter <laughs> loves those little bags. She, she loves them. What She's, is that? Velour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like that velvet, like that, just like a crown royal bag. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it, you it's put a little ice on it. It actually, it, it tastes okay. It's doable. It it down. Yeah. When, you, when, when, when it first hit my lips before the ice helped out, it was a little rough. Well, so, I, ultra premium is not where you would go with that, huh? You know, I, I, I should have spent the extra money and just got the Angel's Envy. That's what I was going to do. Yes, you definitely Here's should Here's one thing I've learned about words over the years. Yeah. And I, I learned this, I think I was probably seventh grade, it says realizing a marketing. Premium or select? No, when it, when, it has to, when it has to qualify a word, right. probably not the one you want to go with. Yeah. I.e. ultra premium. <laughs> if it's just premium, I, I'm... I'm I'm wondering, is yeah. you know, where are we at on the level of premium here? Right. Ultra premium, I'm instantly thinking McCormick's. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I think? It, it's like immediately crackhead talked to me. He's like, yo, man, you want this? It's premium ultra. You know what I mean? And I'm like, uh, all right, first red flag. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I'm glad so, I didn't try So it. is that better than that Colorado coffee we had the very first episode? Yes. Yeah, yes. I know. I haven't touched that since. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get that coffee, to Andy, man. The coffee was that. tough. The Colorado coffee oh, was dude, tough. Uh, that was tough. I think Andy will drink it, won't you, Andy? Probably. I'm still sipping on this Suntory whiskey, the Toki. Oh, nice. I know. Okay. He, he he's gonna. He, he told me to bring in. I just forgot it. I like it. This, this stuff's good. Smooth sipping. I, I got this for, it is. for now. They had this it is at the store. Yeah. Thirty bucks. Don't bring a crappy bottle of yeah. Japanese whiskey here. Yeah. Yeah. Try it out. You've already said it's horrible. I know. So you guys got to try it. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I don't have that kind of curiosity in my life. So Fair enough. Fair enough. I like that. Mm. So, yeah, we're we're ready to go this evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm almost ready to go. We'll good, see. He's getting there. He's, yeah. It's a good day, fellas. You guys right are going to get some real quick wits tonight. Little, little pinky story today. Ooh, story time. Da, 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 da. I did a little bit of overtime. Da, 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 da. Took, took some phone calls, a little bit of overtime. 
and then went in and cleaned out my desk at work. Haven't been there in a year. Oh, I bet that felt good, right? Because you like mentally like pretended you were quitting. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the attitude I would have. Yeah, right this there. is nice. Uh, <laughs> I forgot how much crap I had at my desk at work. Yeah. Like that was actually mine. Like, oh, dude, they Funkos sent me. And... They sent me a tiny little box of what I had at work. Oh, dude, I had. I did not have shit up, there. Filled up two. Mm-mm. Two boxes. Came home, put them in the living room. My wife's like, where's that? I was like, I don't know. One's full of toys and the other one's got a bunch of work stuff. <laughs> full of toys? Oh, yeah, all those pop Oh, dude, pop- I, had, I had all the Funko figures. Funko oh, Pops, oh, yeah. I got my Iron Man, my Rockies Iron Man bobblehead. I got my uh, Hulkbuster, like the big giant one. Pinky's desk was easy to find. They're yeah. pleasing you know, to the eye desk. There, yes. are, there are actually two things that I miss about that place. The quiet room and the cafeteria. Other than that, don't care uh, whatsoever. But yeah. legit missed the cafeteria. I, I, I legit missed that cafeteria. Yeah. On a Saturday when like it's a little bit slower, um, going down the little cafe they had on the third floor. Oh, that place! And getting a monster or whatever I needed, and just kind of relaxing. Yeah, the, ca- was, the little cafe was good too. That was nice. The cafe and the cafeteria I miss. Everything else, dude. I'm that good. place was a pyramid scheme. They're like, I'm gonna pay you money <laughs> so you can walk down to this floor and give it right back to me. Oh man, it was so bad. I used to I used to make sure that I worked, you know, at least an hour a week, of, you know, uh, of overtime just to pay, just for, to your pay for my food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it goes it goes quick, man. You're just like, oh my god, yeah. how did I spend? Dude, that? on those days where you're doing CE, it was yeah. nice to walk down and get like a big breakfast. Oh yeah, and sit there while you have to listen to a three hour video, and just just you know, sit there and eat some biscuits and gravy with some hash browns. Hey, just to go through bacon. training. I, oh man, and I used <laughs> to. Fun. I'd sit and chat with the the guy, the last cook that was there. He was a the young Kansas kid? City Chiefs fan. The young kid? No, big guy. I mean, he was gigantic. Did the young kid leave? I don't remember the young kid. The, the younger kid Caleb who ran there. Uh, I think he was still there, but this guy was always there in the mornings when I would go, hmm. and he would always be there with the biscuits, and he would be cooking and doing everybody's made-to-go orders, and then he'd be like, what you need, biscuits and gravy? I was like, you know it. Come over. We talk a little football. He'd slap some extra gravy on there. Good stuff, man. <laughs> Pinky but, got it on his good side for a little extra gravy. Right? You hear me? You I'm it. still talking about USAA. Yeah. <laughs> for a little gravy. Yeah, so hey, I cleaned out, cleaned out the desk. We're at we're work from home. Um, it's not completely permanent, but when we go back in the office, we may, you know, we I don't know. They don't know. They don't know what's going on. But cleaned out my desk today. That was a weird experience. It's a ghost town in there. And uh, hmm, that's got funny. it all cleaned out. Cleaned out my truck today. It was kind of a ghost town in there, too. Yeah. Almost the same <laughs> thing. Almost. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it is where you work out of, so it's good. There ain't no one in there but me. Oh, got that all squared away. And uh, we did get announced this week. I'll no longer be working Saturdays. Hmm, Start in July. Like, solid. So Still a month away, though. Yeah, still so do you have to work? <laughs> Zach's like, yeah, Thursdays you like that? Now? This is what how I you bring you back down. <laughs> so right now I have Wednesdays off. <laughs> Wednesdays, okay, I was close. I normally have Wednesdays off. Going forward, I'll be Monday through Friday. So boom, 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 love that. Can't beat that. Two days in a row, I've been missing it. Yeah, seven thirty to four Monday through Friday is a sweet shift. Seven to three thirty. That's not terrible. Do you when you work from home? It's not terrible. Do you know how, like, the two that are self-employed are just, like, 
Yeah. Okay. I know, right? And I'm like, like, I work when I need to. Yeah. It's like there's, there's no. You never shifts. leave work though. No. Yeah, but at the I same don't... time, you have a little bit more freedom in your schedule to play with if you really want to go do something. No, absolutely. Yeah. So I would much rather take that it's any day of the week. Pro- pros and cons, man. Pros and yeah. cons. The amount of times this kid's called me to go golfing, and I'm like, I no. <laughs> like I think we, we need can't to do that right now. I think we need to start hanging out more, Zach, since we have some flexibility <laughs> in our time. Well. It's like, you're going to have to wait another hour and a half, dude. I can't go right now. It's like not really flexibility. It's Uh, more like, okay, I just got this job done about four hours earlier than I estimated. You know, so it only took me three and a half days instead of four days. It's like, well, it's 12 o'clock. I think I'll go golfing. You know what I mean? That's pretty nice. Yeah. So it's not like all the time. Perks of being the boss. But it's, well, you know, new construction goes in phases for us. You know, first we put in all the underground, then we do the rough in, we install the pipes in your walls, and then we come back and set everything. So it's like months in between jobs for me. Regardless, you have opportunities that I do not. It just is what it is. Yeah. Yes. Moving along. We'll fig- we'll figure it out. Well, good for you, Pinky. That's nice that uh, you don't have to worry about the office for a little while longer and... Uh, your weekend's back finally. Hey, man. You, when you work from home and you can uh, just get out of bed and roll right into your chair, you know, there's something to be said for that. Here, here's how I feel. I feel like since we're having this conversation about work, our uh, excitement about this podcast has gone down a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, we got we to <laughs> raise like, the bar again. Our tone has totally gone down. Bring it back up, Zach. What do we got? What do you, you any nonsense? Anything you want to spiel about? Uh, yeah, I got some nonsense. So... Was it last weekend? Yeah, I think it was last weekend. A pair of Jordan 1s came out that I wanted, and now you have to do a lottery system instead of just being like the first one there. Oh, so it's like getting a vaccine and <laughs> winning money? Yeah, I got mine. I'm in that drawing. My wife is too. Yeah. Bring it to the Stevensons. Yeah. Anyways, so it usually tells you it's like, boom, you got them, or, oh, you didn't get them this time. Well, mine never, wait until we have video. <laughs> wait until we have video. Mine never had like either one. Never told me I got them. Never told me I didn't get them. So I just assumed I didn't get them. Sure. Well, I got home yesterday, and there was a package on my porch. I'm like, oh, that's probably for my wife. <laughs> and she walks in. She goes, no, this is for you. I go, really? I didn't order anything. Mm-hmm. I opened it up. Boom. Jordan ones. As he slips them off and shows them to the crowd. Shadows 2.0. I mean, I'm going to, here, let's take a picture, man. we got to get this, especially with your nice, shiny red Tampa Bay hat. Yeah. Here, get that out of there. Nice. So, anyways, that was awesome. That's a, that's a good feeling, man. A little surprise. Well, I know I've, like, argued about not getting shoes. I've been very distraught i think you've been kind of lucky in 2021 so far oh dude i've gotten every pair that i've really like wanted so i got those blue unc ones no more bitching from this guy yeah i don't like the raffle at all i liked it better when i can just like first one there because i mean i'd have my phone running boom click it in and boom it goes through on sneaker on sneakers app but now they do a, a raffle so it's like oh okay do I get it? Do, Do I not I, get yeah. it? Yeah, and it's like 15, 20 minutes after the fact. And then they'll Ooh. they'll like release more pairs in like West Coast cities, which apparently Denver's not a West Coast city. Then they'll do it in the central cities. Apparently Denver's not a central city. 
And then they'll do it in the east. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Denver's not in the east. So it's like only select. Wait, so what are we then? (laughs) I I don't know. Flyover, baby. Flyover. Jeez. Exactly. We'll tell these idiots to quit moving here. And when they say Central City, they mean Chicago. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So my guess was like L.A. got them, Chicago got them, and probably New York. Miami. No, yeah, Miami might have got them. Definitely. You know, so Phoenix probably got some in the west. Maybe. Probably L.A. San Fran. I'm like, dude, this is California East, man. What the hell? California East. It's pretty close. God, that just makes me sick here. Okay, let's get off that. Because I had a good time getting my shoes. All right. That's that's good. I like shoes, too. I got some New Balance. <laughs> nice. Dude. You going to go mow the lawn with those? And no, I pay people to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mow my lawn. <laughs> we'll have to get Pinky some of those uh, Yeezy slip-on sandals. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. Snap. yeah. There you go. Yeah, so We're going to start a GoFundMe for you and everything. Well, did you Pinky. guys see the TikTok video where the guy slipped like... Around the pool, and the sandal went all the way up his leg and was stuck there. <laughs> the guy was trying to yank it off. <laughs> Foolish. Uh, I missed that one, but that sounds hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. He's like, dude, my Yeezy, Yeezy's on my calf. <laughs> That's a weak calf, bro. I'm going to have to show oh, you something. Big dude. Was he? Yeah. How did that thing make it? I don't know. It was like, boom, and just slid right up his leg. Man. That's why it was stuck on his leg. Yeah. Jeez. Those little kids are like warlocks. They're not sewers. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you call like them. All what do you, what do you call people who sew things together? <laughs> oh, I think it's... <laughs> oh, shit. All right, I moving on. Go for seamstress. Yeah, there you go. See, that, that seems too technical for children being paid in rice, though. <laughs> a sewer. You know, people it's who probably, sew things together. Well, yeah. it's, it's like a rubber shoe or rubber. It's a sandal, a rubber sandal. Yeah, it, so it's, it's probably um, casted. Oh, oh, yeah. It's all one little poor kid. Spider web piece. <laughs> He's just sitting there watching his, his job security go out the window with every press of a button. <laughs> Thanks, automation. 3D printing, man. It's unfortunate. It's oh, unfortunate. boy. That's so sad. I don't have that problem. Not with mine. I like shoes. <laughs> I mean, I like shoes I, like I Zach. I just, now, I just can't get I the just, same ones. Zach's I just wear flip flops almost all the time. Oh, dude, I, I broke well, I out, mean, like, I broke out the Cosmic Unity Space Hippies for the first time tonight. I mean, I've, I've got well, my. You uh, really need, need, need to get though. these out. Yeah. But see, I wear work boots. Yeah. I go to the gym probably ninety percent of my life. I do have my nice Nikes for the gym that I just put in my bag. I wear them. I put them back in my bag. Like, dude, nice, I've got two pairs pair, of basketball right? shoes that have sat in a basketball bag and never touched anything but a wood court. One of them are blown out, though. One of them, the heel might be blown out. The air bubble could I be gone. I want to play some basketball, man. But those those are 15 and 11 years old, if yeah, not more. Yeah, but sometimes you just got to let stuff go. Cause well, I, the- I, mean, they're, I mean, the one pair is in perfect condition still. It just I don't play basketball, so I got two yeah. pairs of soccer cleats. You got to get a game, man. Get Andy out, Billy game going yeah i guess that's probably right about 15 years little, little I, sports I played in those lows, remember yeah with a basketball game i'll do the barbecue part then you guys go play your little ball game uh dude you can't play like horse i don't like basketball do you like any sport you don't play football? horse with I like, eight people i like playing basketball a lot i like there's uh football play? it's like three of us i don't right mind now. bowling i'll play some darts i love pool uh well i mean we'll be playing some pool here soon sir 
I'm all about that. Shooting, shooting some uh, ivory balls. Yeah, I used to uh, do nine ball tournaments, things like that, in leagues. A lot of fun. I used to do eight ball tournaments. You know, it's almost as good. I used to just drink the bars with Pe- pool pe- tables. People who can't oh. cut it at nine ball normally went to eight. So uh, that was yeah. an inside joke, I guess, over your guys' head. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I was never good at geometry, so me and pool are not great. So yeah, <laughs> I love pool. Grandpa taught me since the moment my eyes could see. Just so over right, the bumpers. Right, right, I was gonna see right out of the womb. <laughs> no, no, no. Here, hold on to the stick. Kid. Yeah, but don't don't let him <laughs> fool you. He hasn't played in fifteen years. It's like riding a bike, playing pool. I down, used to be pretty, down, pretty good at pool. Dude, we were both pretty traffic. good at pool. Yeah. I lost mine. Well, we'll get it back soon. Yeah, I used to be pretty good at foosball. Really good at foosball. I, I see. I never played much. Foosball. That was a T-Mobile thing, dude. Everybody got good at. Foosball there. Oh, was basically... I was. Mine was from Germany. Oh, I was gonna say that place was a. My mom house. worked at the Y, and I, I'd go and spend about an hour and a half at the. I y thought I was good at foosball, and... and then I played with some friends. The restaurant we all used to work at. The owner had a foosball table in the basement. We play at off hours. Once they spun the the entire rack of guys without their hand ever coming off the stick. I realized I was on a whole terrible level compared to these dudes. And I was like, what did you just do? I definitely <laughs> played with people who beat three people, like one versus three, yeah. and stomped us. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand. I'm like, listen here, Rain Man. I'm, really, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you have this little check mark for your life, but I'm going to resume it's my fun life. To watch. Hey, don't you take that from them, okay? <laughs> right. It's fun to watch somebody who's good at foosball. The way you can control that, like legitimately control oh, that bowl, yeah, like little you can, passes. You can kind and, of pass it to yourself. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, pool will have an opportunity. You were doing. I mean, you just. <laughs> we'll get good at pool again. Yeah, yeah. We'll have an opportunity to, to play plenty of that here soon. We're going to have to pull out the window to shoot from the side. We'll just get the baby cue. That's fine. <laughs> Every house has one. No, nobody designs homes anymore for pool tables. That's what I told this fool. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, you walked in, you go, yeah, it can fit. I said it'd be tight. It's like, yeah, it, but you can't play, but the table will fit. Make sure um, who's ever sitting on the couch is paying attention. Otherwise, they're going to get one to the back of the head. That's right. their Back's problem, stroke. not mine. True. Huh. I agree Fair with you enough. on that. Does the stick naturally at height level go over a couch? Yep. Then there's plenty of room on that side of the table. Not when your head's sticking a foot above the couch. So you're saying I can't watch the football game from the couch while you play pool. You will be able to, yes. You would have to move to the corner section. There's, Nobody puts pinky in the corner. There's there's going to be plenty of couch. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. I like that reference, dude. It'll be fine. I'm surprised you got that reference, Zach. <laughs> oh, dude, I know dirty, dirty dancing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Some pop culture that you never quite know with this kid sometimes. That's true. It's more than 12 years old. so he, he I think it's not the that. pop culture. It's just like, what does he remember? Yeah, yeah. Right. For sure. I can see that. Uh, all right, man. So what do we got in the world of sports? A lot. Really? I thought it was a slow week. Going on. All right, let's see. Throw it at us. What do you got, Zach? What do you want to start with, Caleb? What do you got? What do you, start what do you got, Zach? Hey, hold on. I'll just start. All right. <laughs> We're talking about the PGA Championship. There we go. What happened this weekend? Finally, something I could talk right. about. Yeah, definitely. Totally. I'm surprised I didn't have to bring it up. Hey, old man Phil Mickelson. Dude, congratulations. Oldest guy to win a majors. 50 right. years old. 50 years old. Dude, he, he played great. I, I can't remember. I think somewhere in Sonny's family tree, someone was married to Phil Mickelson. Nice. But they're not married anymore. So okay. it's not quite part of her tree anymore. But Interesting. Phil was in the family. Sonny should have done a better job right. building that relationship. Hooking that up, right? 
So Chelsea goes, Phil Mickelson is the oldest player at 50 years old. I go, yeah. She goes, but there's old people playing golf that, right? <laughs> that could do that, right? I go, well, I mean, technically you're right. What it, does she it mean? It's tough, though. No, there's not old people that can do well, that. That's why he's the first one to do it and the oldest one to do it at 50. Well, that's what I told her. I was like, man, when you're playing with a bunch of young guns that are hitting you, out driving you by 20, 30 yards, and their long irons and short irons are hitting farther. The exact pinpoint accuracy that he was hitting the ball. Yeah. Dude, that was the longest oh. course that they've seen. It was total it was like seventy two thousand yards or something like that don't get me wrong i think it's hard as fuck i don't care how old you are i mean at 50 years old if he's the first one to do it that just tells you how hard it yeah, is to do at that sure. age like if a couple of scratch golfers like zach and i and i say that very loosely <laughs> can could go out there and shoot a 195 not a 195 yeah dude that course would be awful oh you mean on that course yeah like, yeah I that's, mean, we're probably talking like a 180 because we're, we're taking tens on every hole. That's what I'm. That's when you have um, what is it? Six sleeves of ball. Oh, minimum, <laughs> dude. Yeah, that's a minimum. Oh, it would be. Yeah, what he did was incredible, and the fact that he did it with Kepka on his ass, who's like right now known for only doing well in majors. Like that's all he cares about. Not that he couldn't do well other places. He just basically only cares about majors, and he was on his tail. And Phil held him off. A couple other really good names up there too as well. But that was the really big go get good it Lord, kind Aaron. of situation. Just rip that bad boy off. Dude, shut up. <clears throat> Anyways, Phil Mickelson is actually my, one of my favorite golfers. I've always liked Phil. My but dad, you know who he is is what you're saying? Yes. Him and Tiger. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, I might be able to name... What is the other guy? Arnold Palmer? <laughs> okay, that's one. That's, Jack Nicholas. No, that's three, buddy. Nicholas? Count it, okay? That's three I've named. Arnie Palmer? Oh, yeah, Nicholas. That's right. Uh, anyways, no, I like Phil because he's just funny. And I like his interaction Phil's with the crew. Crowd. Hey, uh, yeah. yeah, anybody he's super see chill. the uh, after the weekend? They've now got the another golf match, Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson versus Brooks Kapka. No, not Kapka. DeChambeau. DeChambeau. And Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yeah, it should be a good time. So hmm. the reason it's so interesting, actually, is DeChambeau is this mad scientist when it comes to golf. And so this dude could easily be like a NASA rocket engineer. But he takes all of that kind of thought process and knowledge into golf. And there's this old golf book. Long story short, he basically took that and applied it as a professional, which nobody's ever really tried to do. So all of his clubs are the same length driver through putter and it's just the loft that's different on each one which gives him this distance basically um he's bulked up from like uh i don't know what he is like during covid he put on like 30 pounds well say he's six foot okay say he's six foot i'm not positive what he is but let's say he's six foot he was like 170 175 right Mm -hmm. not like muscle or anything just a, a filled out dude in shape filled out dude now he's like six foot 230 like he's wow. a beast and it's all muscle and it's because of a crazy diet he went on to put on more muscle so that he could add it to his golf swing for his driving because his thought process now that he's really working through as well is 
the closer you can get it to the hole, the shorter the distances and so on and so forth. I can do different shots, which I prefer. Well, you're telling me this guy has to be a rocket scientist <laughs> to figure all that out. <laughs> well, so if he, that's he, the case, I know it seems odd, but some guys like certain clubs at certain distances better. But he's taken this golf book again and, and applied it way, way beyond what was thought of that he could do. He's measuring wind. He's measuring barometric pressure, hey, like hey, on the course. He is, so are snipers. And he has created right. the best meme of 2021 this year. Yeah. Have you seen this yet? I don't think so. So during the championship. Uh, Pull it up. Let me see it. Like the second round. And uh, he he is walking behind an interview for Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka is saying something. And DeChambeau behind him starts commenting. Kepka completely loses his train of thought. In the middle of the interview, he's like, I'm like I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, in the middle of the interview. <laughs> and he gives him this look of just complete disapproval. Of like, you're walking behind me talking shit. Like, it's the greatest thing ever. So Tom Brady actually, there's it's already been out there. But Tom Brady took this meme and then just edited it. It's like when the Packers kick a field goal down by seven. Oh, no. And then it's Aaron Rodgers is the guy who's got the, like, the really, like, I can't believe he's doing this face. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> okay, so that's what makes that matchup so good then about the, it, it helps. Gotcha. Well, DeChambeau also isn't well-liked on tour because he's a little – he takes a little bit more time. He uses all these unorthodox methods, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's won a championship that way last year. So – um, him with Rogers and he talks, he'll talk with Mickelson and Brady. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be fun yeah. just to listen to is one of his famous quotes. I found that if you hit it harder, it goes further because <laughs> no, okay. Definitely not. Just curious. <laughs> definitely not. Well, but his, he's hitting it an absurd amount. Like if, if you're more accurate, drives. it goes where you want it to. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is going to go on for a long time. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that... there's the meme. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. <laughs> Brooks Kepra, Bryce DeChambeau meme. You'll find it. It's silly. He just rolls his eyes and he's just like, God, this guy. Like, It's silly. It's awesome. So, that, yeah, like, Phil one took it down. Uh, we'll have job, another Phil. one here in about a month. The Phil, Open Championship. Phil, if, you'd, that one if you'd like to come into our show, man, you're invited anytime, buddy. Absolutely. That would be a blast. Um, you know what? I can't remember now. It, it the open championships always over well, this in England one was in or Scotland. No, this one was in South Carolina. Was it South Carolina? Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, Kiowa South Island, South Carolina. Oh, they they threw out Kiowa. I thought it was. Hawaii. <laughs> See? It wasn't the island part that messed you up. <laughs> <laughs> it's at. It oh. uh, was more about history, not geography. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. All right, yeah. it's at Royal St George. Uh, it's actually a month and a half, July 15th through in 18th. Florida, right? The Open Championship? Isn't The one that's always over in England or Scotland? Oh, oh, oh. you're talking about the British. The Open Championship. Yeah, the gotcha. Open, yes. The British Open, and it's no longer, nobody refers to it is that like way. A, is there a closed Zach. one, or why do they do that? For what? Open, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Is it like a closed Because one? anybody can make it in. Yeah, There's literally qualifiers. So, like, I can oh, go to a qualifier, gotcha. okay. and if I shot well enough. Qualification is open. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, you that's basically just got to learn. learn. The local. U.S. Open and the Open Championship, literally anybody could make it in. So, like, you win your local tournaments, and you kind of move up from there. And if you're good enough, you can I, get in the you know, Open. I feel like. To one, try to make the cut. One day, when Aaron is out with buddies, who, not us. 
but out there <laughs> at trivia mm-hmm. one night at a bar. Someone's like, let's go play trivia. And Aaron's like, sure. They're going to throw out a sports question, and he's going to know because of us. Guys. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I remember the most ridiculous things. Absolutely no business. Here's what's funny, though. I'm surprised you didn't right. know this based on Tony Romo doing the qualifiers to try and get in. Well. <laughs> I like how you assume I followed Tony Romo and I his definitely golf did. career. Yeah, no, I definitely no, did. Absolutely not. Uh, I thought being a Cowboy fan, you just automatically did anything that he's doing. That's not how fandom works for me. <laughs> Do you? You don't follow him on Twitter or Instagram? No. Aaron got time he for did that. say New Balance, not Skechers. I guess I just I did, didn't quite put that together. That one girl. What's her name? Paige something. Sure. Do, no, Do you, no, you follow no, us? About. Do you follow Paige us? Van Zandt? I don't no? remember. Like UFC fighter? Like who are we talking no, about? No, no, no. I, do you, you don't really oh, comment on Twitter, do you? I sometimes Gotta get you on there. Have. Come on, man. I comment more than him, yeah, I buddy. I appreciate you. And I always like your shit. Trying to run a Facebook page, guys. Thank you thank you for our <laughs> 1,000 followers on Twitter. Appreciate you. I'm yeah. trying to keep our 179 You're doing a Facebook great job, though. Page, happy. <laughs> page Spiranak? I don't know who that don't is. Know. You don't know who Pretty Page hot. Spiranak is? I do now. Jesus. That's nice. Yeah, that's terrible guys. Okay. Photoshopped for sure. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I don't care, Zach. Okay. I'm just saying she's the only golfer I follow. I was telling the wife. I was showing the wife. Oh, oh she's a golfer. Yeah, I know oh, who I've this seen is. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's these three. I didn't know she was a golfer. There's these three girls. I don't know how. I, I think it's because yeah, you pigs? I pretty much followed anybody who's a fan of football. Uh-huh. Well, I'm trying to figure out why you would follow her. Like. Where's where's this leading to? She's got a great swing. Yeah, she does. Um, these I've I've got these three girls that we're following on Twitter. They're all Browns fans, and they're all they all post like cute pictures of themselves. I'm just like, man, these are these are pretty cute girls. I keep telling Caleb Pinky Jr. like, hey, maybe you should go out to Cleveland. Yeah. It looks like there's some cute girls out there that like the Browns. You just nudge them and be like, see, they know how to make bad decisions. Right? You should hit them up. <laughs> but you got to get off your couch to do it. That's right. You got to you got to go out and make a move. And that's where terrible. it all went bad. Terrible. But yeah. Just saying. <laughs> hey. It was I, a lot better than the other thing I was going to say. I was going to be like, look, they like losers. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to go there first. That just sounds mean. Oh, <laughs> There was something going on Brown Twitter last gotcha. week about uh, toilets. So, like, every Browns fan was, like, taking a picture in their bathroom in or around their toilet. It was weird. It's a weird rabbit hole. Wait, That's... is that like a Browns trying to make it to the Super Bowl kind something of thing? Something like, yeah. Oh, okay. Question. There's a Brown in a Super Bowl. They follow yeah. us or you follow them as us? Both. <laughs> Maybe those are the kind of followers you could just no longer have us following. But they always talk about <laughs> football and the Browns, like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't notice anything wrong about it. Are you ever even on Twitter? Listen, no. Twitter we have Pater? to find super fans for every team, and then we'll interview them. Right? Yeah, we got to be like, let's make what makes you tick. So I did actually um on let's make sure we're interviewing like real super fans. On somebody's, though. they were a fan of a team, and I asked them why, and they were just like, well, um, when they drafted so and so, I just really liked that player, and I really liked the colors. And I was like, all right, cool, man. That's kind of how I like the uh, Miami Hurricanes. So, like, I like the colors, and they were on TV See, all the not time. A, that's not a true fan, man. That's a casual fan. You're you're a casual. Player. If you stick with them all the time, cash. No, yeah. you you graduate to fan when you stick with them through thick and thin. Uh, I yeah, know, I don't know about that, but 
I don't think you can be a super fan of a team if there's another team that you wouldn't mind them if they lost. It depends. It's situational for me. <clears throat> so I mean, if it's go, like, go, I mean, explain that to me. I'm I'm slow and dumb sometimes. So like, I was waiting for the footnotes on that. Right. I'm like, I get it right if, away. If you're it says more about you, but go ahead. Stick Zach with me gets here. Me. Stick, he gets me. stick with me here. It's not that hard. If you're a casual fan, you're rooting for Tampa Bay last year, but like you might be a Packers fan too because you like Aaron Rodgers. So if you don't care who wins, you cannot be a super fan of either team. Well, yeah. To be a super fan, you have to only root for that team. You got to pick an alliance, man. Yeah. Who you dying with? You can be a fan of a lot of different teams. You cannot be a super fan of any of those teams if you have a lot of different teams you're a fan of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a tier system. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm a Broncos super fan, but I do enjoy watching other teams, and I don't mind rooting for other teams. See, as much as I hate to say it is, I was a Colorado super fan for sure. Colorado. Rockies. You were? Well, I mean, they're <laughs> hard to watch right now. Like, I'd watch every game. He hides his Rockies tattoo right now. Okay? No, I don't have a Rockies tattoo. That's for damn sure. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> yeah. Depends how bad this bet goes. Yeah. Here. Depends, what are we betting on, Pinky? <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm pretty sure you want a New England tattoo somewhere. Oh, boy. You know what? The old school nope, guy snapping the ball. Never mind. That's a bad example. We got to try something different. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the new one. But you give me the old guy no, snapping no, the football, I'm cool with that. I like that logo. Well, I was just saying, like, I always, I mean, I grew up loving the Dodgers. They wanted you to think he was snapping a football, but we all know what was really going on. So, I mean, I, I had two teams. I loved the Dodgers. That's where you got to stay warm in them cold winters. In the American League. That's where Those it, my two teams. That's where the saying, uh, take one for the team, came from. But but now I'll root for the Rockies to beat both of them. Well, fandom. What were we talking about? I don't know. We fandom. got super We went fandom. to girls. Oh, from girls, super from fandom. fandom from golf. That's from right. From golf, yeah. We got from you people questioning my uh, my golf knowledge. Your golf knowledge. I, I easily named four That's golfers. why this is so brilliant, though, okay. because without even being professionally done using a script, I'm, we're hey, now on to baseball, and there's I, things that we can discuss. I'm excited Perfect. that when You're we, welcome, guys. I'm excited we can get um, Chase back on whenever we get the technology to talk some golf. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed that episode of Talking Golf, even though I didn't do a lot of talking. Yeah. Was I even there? <laughs> I was there. I mean, we could talk I mean, a lot more. It was a fun weekend to watch. Course looked beautiful. Conditions were crazy the way the wind was blowing. One way for about 12 holes and another way for the other seven or eight. Man. Well, I, th- I think I saw something with Mickelson, like destroyed the field when it came to hitting in the wind. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I missed that on Sunday. It was on the TVs at Fuzzies, and then I missed it. There was There was a lot that was really cool about it, but. I digress. We'll move along. A little baseball. This will put Pinky to sleep, but there's some good stuff to discuss. Wait a minute. I'm awake today, guys. I've had a great day. All right. Let's see what you got for this. So I know this is a little late because usually we do this on Monday, but the Padres were the first team to 30 victories this year. Nice. The the Padres. Yeah, man. Think about that sentence. I mean, with the money they spent. With Tatis and Machado. It's just it's it's weird to hear when it's usually the Dodgers. Sure. Houston. I love it. Dodgers are on a roll right now, though, like eight in a row, so they're coming on. I love when teams that have been shit for 20, 30 years. And the White Sox. Look at the White Sox. Are good. Wait, does that mean you're filing on a route for the Cowboys this coming season? No. They haven't been shit. They haven't been shit. I mean, they haven't been great. They've been mediocre. 
They haven't been the Lions. <laughs> if you, you guys can... have never been on the Lions level. No. You get on that level, I will root no, for you. No, you get on that level that like you deserve to be on that level. If you can stay that bad for that long, True. that's that that's, no, that's been that, the Padres. That is that's just who Padres. that is just who you are. That's been the Padres. And I, I always remember like at least paying attention to the Padres because Tony Gwynn. Like Tony sure. Gwynn, like sure. Who doesn't like Tony Gwynn, right? Love Tony I Gwynn. I feel like you're a Nazi if you like don't. Tony Gwynn. Whoa. I don't know who he is. Oh my Okay, well, one of the we'll, best we'll hitters in history. Yeah. Fat chubby guy. It's like me and you going out on the thing and just hitting baseballs all day. Yeah, hitting 350. Yeah. Like he never hit a lot of home runs, but he was hitting all day. Average. Awesome. <laughs> Him and Kirby Puckett. I know Kirby Puckett. Kind of Kirby. Wait, you know Kirby Puckett, but you don't know Tony Gwynn? Yeah, I feel like yeah. you should know Tony Gwynn if you know Kirby. Nah, I could. Kirby was in the World Series. Made an insane play. Like, there's reasons to maybe know him. He was on a bigger stage than Tony. I mean, but that's like '92. What was he? What were you like? Ten? Eight. Yeah, eight. Yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. Eight. <laughs> he still knows. God, he feel, knows. I feel so old with you, bunch of young. That's technically two, but yes, eight. In '92. Yes. Is this a deposition? I really feel like it's a Wait, deposition. Wait, you were born in '90. You said you were two. No, I was born in 84. Oh. Didn't he just say he was two? He did. This brain teaser, huh? Yeah. How can this possibly be, guys? Me. I'm like, wait a minute. What scenario that happens every four years could have possibly equated oh, to right. this? Because he's a leap year son of The look on their faces was priceless. Right? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah. They're ready to pull out the construction you, paper and crayons. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. They're going to start some origami and just like, forget <laughs> what they were even asked to do originally. Yeah, he's a leap year baby. You want me to figure out what Paper swans. Paper swans. Look, time. I know there's this whole thing about <laughs> new math and everything, but we go with the original shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's still really easy to do with the original so you, shit. You were born on the 29th? Yep. Of February? You got it. Nice. February's a good month. Yeah. March is better. Anyways. February's the best. There's nothing going on in February. We got Groundhog's Day. We got Valentine's Day. Pinky's birthday. Aaron's birthday. Every mm-hmm. four years. It's a good, yeah. good month. That's how good it is. You have to have it like spaced out. You know, it's even better. You really want to blow their minds. Depending on when leap year was, and I guess you might know this, you could have been three. I don't remember the cycle, but yeah, there is at one point, it goes from every four years to three years. Is it like 80, 90 years, something like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what it is, but yes, that is correct. Weird. Boy, but would I hate to get into that? Man. If we can change yeah. the calendar like that, we should just put March in the summertime so my birthday's I think we nice. should just not have a daylight <laughs> savings time. Um, that should oh, definitely that, go away. Let's start sure. small and smart. That okay? should definitely go away. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Back to your, your baseball. Okay. As you were. Yeah. Baseball, so, Zach. Padres, 30 wins. Right? Yeah. Dodgers are on a heater right now. Eight in a row, I think. And I said that, but... We just need one more no-hitter. Tie the... Well, tie we already the have it. Technically, I mean... Bumgarner is a seven for sure. (laughs) You play seven innings, it's scheduled for seven innings. You pitch the whole game. Kluber threw six. Kluber threw six for the Yankees. Yes. Looked pretty good. He did, but... He didn't finish, though. I saw this this stat the other day, and I think... I think Seattle and Texas were both no-hit twice. That happens. It happens. When you suck, it, it definitely does. So we're at we're at six right now. The record is seven in any given well, year. It's happened three times in the common ball. Good pitcher playing those two teams. Look for a no hitter. 
one of those two teams. Or the Rockies. I think I think the Rockies hit. I think we'll probably see ten or eleven this year. At this point, score. I get it. I think we'll probably see ten or eleven no hitters this season. That's bold. With the pitching out there that there is right now, got six. No, that's bold though. Got six. It's not even done two months of the season yet. Yeah, we got a long time. (laughs) There's still four. four, There's still four more full months of baseball. Oh fuck baseball. Uh, Clayton Kershaw came out and believes it's baseball's fault for deadening the ball, basically putting humidifiers in every stadium. Um, yeah. So he thinks the pitchers have an advantage. And well, you know, I don't know anything about baseball, but I will absolutely tell you that's one of the stupidest things I've heard. If you play an outdoor sport, then that should be part of you know the the conditions of that that geographical absolutely. location can yes you, can agreed. you imagine if you're like hey it's you know january and green bay let's get some heaters out there come on let's warm everybody up so that it feels like miami you know if they did stuff like that to, to try to mimic conditions i think that's absolutely horrid well it all, it all started with coors field because they were just launching bombs out of it which is stupid play to the conditions just yeah. play so to they the got conditions a humidifier to basically deaden the ball to heavying it you know make it more heavy sure and now then, everybody's and then, doing it yeah, but everyone's doing it so now the ball consistency is the same everywhere you go the so, other reason i think it's stupid though is hitters are either going for the strikeout or the home run now like that that's the common practice that is acceptable in baseball at this point in time yeah and yeah. so if people aren't trying to hit just to put the ball in play and they're either trying to kill it or strike out you're going to have more no hitters because the averages then favor more towards the pitcher because of what the hitter is trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. So to sit here and say it's because the ball's deadened, like that's not making dudes swing and miss. I And to Zach's point, it could, because I know where he was about to go with this. If you can feel the ball and it feels the same everywhere you go, your pitches are going to be more crisp. So, yes, the pitching well, is gonna, a little bit gonna better. Have, you're going to have that ball down to the exact rotation. Sure, but and I get that. Shouldn't the other argument then be like, well, then the – hitters know how that's going to be thrown i mean like if there's that much consistency why would that not translate you should still be able to because like say get the ball on the bat say you're throwing a slider right well in colorado without the humidity that thing will probably break three inches say you're throwing that in atlanta that thing could break like two feet so that's why they're trying to make it scary (laughs) yeah i mean no breaking curve like what clayton kershaw throws you can see four feet of break. Yeah, I mean, you can get it, it literal. You will see a literal bell curve on his ball. It's insane because you have more air pushing against that ball, so yeah. it's gonna sure you know make it curve a lot more. But up here, it's like okay, you get like a three inch break because our air is so thin. Yeah, so, so I think he's got true to path. He's got somewhat of a point. Kershaw does, but to say that's the reason and, and to be upset with baseball over it, hitters just need to catch up and change their style, what they're trying to do. That's all that sure. needs to happen. I don't think it's bad for baseball at all. We saw the home run era for the last 30 years, basically. Everybody just wanted to see the long ball, and the pitchers are getting, like, vilified for it because they're not good enough. They can't. There's only a handful of these. Nah, dude, it's just because what was happening with the steroid era and the way guys were just trying to kill the ball and stuff, you started seeing more of that because it was more offense. They changed some rules to help it. But a a lot of those guys still hit, like, almost 300. Like, first guy at the top of my head, Barry Bonds. But nowadays, those guys are bad. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa didn't hit anywhere near 300. Mm, I think they were still above 250. That's still not good. It's not Unless you're in the 290-plus is is okay hitting. They don't start thinking about getting rid of you unless you're batting less than 200. So if you're batting 280 and knocking 
100 RBIs in, you're probably But see, nowadays good. it's like everyone's batting 225 with yeah. either they either strike out or they hit a home run. 30 home runs, 225, I mean, 80 wrong, RBIs. There's still some guys out there that are batting, I think. There's still, a good, there's still a good 20-ish guys who are over 300 batting. Yeah. Um, so I'm not saying there's bad hitters. I'm just saying on average, though, more dudes are definitely trying to just kill it or strike out because analytics say it's acceptable. I need to get you hooked up with my boy Jared next time he does one of his baseball trips. Have you go with him? They go. They've been going to all the stadiums. Nice. I yeah, that's enjoy that'd that. be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, well see. But we'll see how it plays out. I think we're gonna get another five or six. And I, I heard them talking about moving the pitcher's mound back a foot. Because why? Well, because now it, and so like when I was growing up as a kid, I think. Because the batter will the go from point two fast, seconds to decide. Well, the average fastball was like maybe four. ninety miles an hour when I was a kid. The average fastball. Well, now it's like ninety-seven. It's moving, man. Yeah, it's moving, and so, and most most of the guys can throw it that that high too. It's actually not even point two. I think it's point oh two. I think it's two hundredths of a second to decide if you're going to swing or not swing. It's super fast. So I'm telling Xander, when you see the pitch come out of his hand, you have to do The hardest thing in professional right sports is swing. hitting a baseball. That's the <clears> hardest <throat> thing to do in professional sports. I don't care what anybody says. Um, I'd say as a like a singular event, I can I can agree with that. Um, now, if you sit there and say catch uh, a ball while somebody's coming across the field at you, I'd be like that seems tougher. But I mean, but like just absolute like like hey, it's you and you and you do this, yeah. Absolutely not. It's I'm just. Pretty... I'm, I'm not talking about. Do you have to be tougher? That singular. The singular moment. Yeah. No, I'm saying the hardest uh, thing as hard. an athlete to do in professional sports isn't catch a ball while somebody's hitting you. Because the uh, I high as court... simply and simplistic as it is, I understand just breaking it down to simplicity. Over the middle, yeah, is brutal. Being a quarterback and standing in the pocket while you know somebody's about to just destroy you, terribly hard so to do. You've got. But hitting a baseball, like the sheer. Luck that it is involved. I like, like I said, point zero two seconds. Wait, so then hundreds of a second to decide if you're going to swing or not swing. So, well, okay, so then a little bit of an issue then w- with your statement on that. Skill or luck? So it's definitely skill because they move the bat to the ball. You, that ball's breaking. It's definitely it, skill. You know, like when they, I, they've proven there was this really cool thing that uh, Sports Center used to do um, called sports, sports science. science. Yeah. Okay. They actually broke it down. And the way the top guys, their eyes move, their hand movement, their, their reaction bad time. Their bad speed. Like, it was a skill that they possessed to be able to read instantly at the very top of that where you can finally see the ball with the pitcher to be able to read all of that information. Real quick. Though. And then put it into action. Yeah. There are some very lucky yeah, but there are, there's there lucky right throws, there. there's lucky catches. Like, I mean, that that's just but, the beauty of sports. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, you can have an inaccurate pitch meet up where he was swinging. So, in other words, if it was a good pitch, he would have missed, but a bad pitch could have landed. So, sure. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of variables I mean, to I've it. Seen I completely like the pitcher bounced the ball before he even got. But that's the home plate that's another reason why if you hit, <laughs> I would say that's lucky. Wait, that, that actually counts. Same, yeah, dude. Oh really? yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I've yeah. never seen that happen. I would say that's like kind of lucky, but at the same time, that ball he knew that ball was going to bounce somewhere, right in the middle of the plate, and he jacked it out. Nice. That's. So, I mean, you hit three fifty. You, you had to a great that season. Quick. Sure. Great. And that's hitting three fifty. Yeah. That's basically one out of every three ish times. You do that in any other thing, any other thing, and you don't have a job anymore. 
That's crazy. That's how hard it is. It, it is hard. You catch one out of three balls. You complete one out of three passes. You make one out of three shots. You're not really going to be playing very long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like how many drop passes do NFL receivers have? Well, yeah, but if you went nine for 12, yeah, I nine know. catches and out of 12 drops. attempts, so you had three Let's just say those were three drops because not all of them are qualified as drops usually. Yeah. But yeah. let's just say those three drops. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're still going to say you had a great day. It's easier yeah. to do that than to hit a baseball. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. yeah. Especially with 97 with movement. It's, I mean. And the 66% completion isn't bad as a quarterback. No. no. Yeah. So it's. Oh, that's you know, really good. Yeah. 60 is um, like the average now. Yeah, but you right. get down to 50 and you're bad. Yes. You get down to 50, you're bad. You hit 50% in baseball, you you're, are. You're Cam Newton. You're, you're the best ever. Or Tua. Or Tua. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, I love this guy. <laughs> now, so I, I just think singular sports action, I think, is by far. I don't think that anything even comes close. Hitting a baseball thrown by a professional. You know pitcher. what's funny? Is I agree with Caleb. I mean, I think Say I, what? I, I would have to. I would get it probably. I definitely have to agree with you. Record that. Yeah, when it comes to. Because, um, one, I think it's terrifying for somebody to be throwing something <laughs> that fast at you. And you're like, oh, my job's to hit that. Yeah. <laughs> Randy Johnson, I mean? John Crook. <laughs> yeah, Randy All-Star Johnson game. was terrifying. After he, well, he was before the time. Now, I mean, he threw oh, yeah. hard when throwing hard was like, oh my god, yeah, this guy's throwing dudes, hard. Nolan Ryan, him. Nolan well, Ryan, yeah. when, once I see him disintegrate a bird in midair, I'd be like, I don't want to be swinging yeah, anywhere near exactly. that thing. And that's yeah. the thing is, like, I'll, most of the pitchers in the MLB could do that now because they're throwing probably harder than Randy. Johnson. So a lot of guys doing it now. You know what would have been awesome if they made a pillow out of that thing uh, and they <laughs> gave it to him as a. There wasn't <laughs> anything to make a pillow out of even. <laughs> yeah. he it was gone. Did you not somewhere. see that? video <laughs> oh yeah i mean it was that, just that bird transferred to another dimension yeah <laughs> See, that was a he, poof so he came a, flying out in 1948 he's like i don't know what happened but. here's an example for you with a pitcher right so this is Araldo chapman he throws extremely hard the hardest yankees. ever the hardest yeah he's on the yankees now yeah. right he's got the highest mile per hour ever yes so he has 11 108 11 108? saves which means you come in and save the game three three or four runs less you know, so if you're up by four, yeah. it counts as a save. It comes in and pitches at the end of the game. Okay, so he has 11 saves, 37 strikeouts, 19 innings pitched. So he's given up 0.47 ERA, earned run average. So that they're not even scoring half a run against this guy. Wow. <clears throat> well, because even a slow pitch is faster than most. But people. he also did throw 103, 104. I thought his top was 108. For some was, reason, I think it was 106 when he first came in the league. Well, either way, it's absurd. But that's crazy. That's, that's like, oh my god! Yeah. Like, what do you do? On a side note, did you ever see that guy who was able to draw his sword and cut like an airsoft pellet in midair? Because you were talking about like the sports science, they sure. did that with with oh, this guy. He'd probably be yeah. great at baseball, right? Hand that was eye coordination. That was literally yeah. my first thought. Yeah, <clears throat> because the whole thing is like you literally the brain can't process that. It's all instinctual. You just kind of mm-hmm. see where you think it's coming. And, yeah. Well, with this, that, yeah, the, it's going what two hundred miles an hour. That's I, I hope it's moving. Like, and it's like yeah, yeah. It's baseball is all instinctual. That's like what was cool about sports science, though. Right, like, I, talking I about that, they could out. prove how the athlete was actually able to catch up and do the thing, like just barely, but yeah. be able to process and then move forward. With sure, it. Okay. makes sense. I hope this doesn't come out racist, but if you think about like Japanese baseball players, they all hit for pretty good average. Well, they also have much better fundamentals. Well, what were they good at back in the day? 
Samurai swords. An elite <laughs> handful of dudes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, not, not wait, every, but there were some in every village. Way to make that connection, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Golly. That he is, is thinking is that, is deep that, over here. Is that what you think everyone was running around with swords? <laughs> not everyone. Those Yakuza are everywhere. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their heritage, man. That's why they can swing a good, good bat. Good job. Now they got something to cancel us on down the road. <laughs> Feudal Japan was, was banging then. back in the day, according to Zach. <laughs> right, everybody running around. I'm saying they're fundamentally sound. I also do think they tend to work harder as a culture, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is why they have the like the highest SAT scores and ex- acceptances into colleges. No, so. it's samurai swords, man. That could be it too. You know, I didn't factor that, but now that you mentioned or it, or the fact um, that they know their parents will like <clears throat> literally not talk to them if they don't. Right, yeah, you'll grades. get. I yeah. mean, one of the two. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things <laughs> that 180 hours of school per week doesn't hurt either. <laughs> yeah. All right. So one last thing with baseball. A one? One. There's a couple more. Yeah, I know, but we're getting kind of Is late. there? No, we're good. Yeah, there really is. Oh, damn it. So I just got to give a shout out to the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals for putting some throwback uniforms on for the Negro League. So they were... I don't think I saw that. You didn't see it? Mm. Yeah. So they were the uh, Detroit Stars and the Kansas City Monarchs. I remember the Monarchs. So there's a picture of it. Okay. So that's pretty cool. I've enjoyed that, watching Hmm. that. Were they like all loose like their old uniforms used to be? No. They're still kind of updated. Oh. But they just put the throwback jerseys on. Gotcha. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. I appreciate that. What else do you want to talk about? <coughs> well, I Pinky like that. Hasn't said something in 45 minutes. I like that. I've, We're I've, good. Yeah, no, he's been chiming yeah. in. Yeah. We're good. Uh, we got to talk about Tony La Russa, dude. We can't, oh, okay. we can't skip over. Hey. I mean, we, there's some players and stuff to talk about. Fuck but that guy. We got to talk about La Russa at least a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That guy. Lay it out. On, lay, lay out the scenario, Zach. No, you go ahead. You're more eloquently spoken than I am. All right, so. Yeah. He doesn't remember. The, I remember. It was <laughs> it was the White Sox it. and the Twins, I do believe. Correct. Okay. Chicago was up like 10 to 2. No, it was 15 to 4, I believe. <laughs> I think that was the final score. Hey, Close, you better suck less. Close game. Huh? I think it was 15 to 4 final score. I think it was 10 to 2 at the time of this incident. And the I believe he's the DH Mercedes, I believe is his name. The catcher, right? Yeah. He came up to bat and the Minnesota Twins had their backup catcher pitching, I believe. Yes. Backup catcher pitching. Uh, that's how bad they felt they were getting blown out. And he is just lobbing balls up. 40, Count- 42 miles an hour, I think, was his fastball. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. I mean, my son can throw harder than that. I'm not Count was 3-0, and he threw a lob over the plate that Mercedes cranked out of the yard. Cranked. It was great. It was awesome. You're going to throw it there, I'm going to hit the hell out of it. Sure. His manager after the game said it was unacceptable. It disgraced baseball. Um, He he will definitely never be doing that again. We will have a talk. So on and so forth. The manager manager also said, uh, gave him the sign to take the pitch. So to automatically just walk if it was. I mean, I feel like. It's disrespectful to have a backup catcher in there throwing 40 mile per hour baseball. That's the part that like, sounded uh, insulting to me. So, like, I have a problem with that's it. That's like having a wide receiver as quarterback. Yeah. Right? Bad for the game. Right. Bad for the game. <laughs> Bad for the game. <laughs> so, when, if, if something like that happens, like, 
you shouldn't have had that guy in there throwing Wait, 40 miles so, an hour. So I just want to hear you out, Zach. So are you saying then he was upset that he cranked it out of the park? Like the, His own manager. Yeah. His, his own, own manager, manager was mad was about upset. it. Because they felt like it was, what, running up the score? or It goes I, against the tradition so, of the game. Uh, yeah. Disgraced he's, he's baseball. He's dude. He's like 83. It's running up the score. Those unwritten rules that I hate about baseball that you hear me going off on all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of them. I agree with Caleb on this one, though. I mean, like, this guy gets paid pretty good money to hit a baseball, right? When everyone else is only hitting 220, 230 in the league, this yeah. guy's cranking out home runs off a yeah. 45 mile hour pitch. Who gives a shit. Like, love you know where head. that stops being a thing to me? Legitimately, where that stops being a thing? If you're playing something competitively that requires keeping a score. Sure. I don't want to hear anybody come. I don't care if you're nine years old. If you are playing at a competitive level that requires keeping score for a winner and loser, you play to win the game. Um, you, you, if you can't stop us, we're going to keep scoring. That's part of the game. I'm not going to play keep away. Yeah. Unless you have a mercy rule. Okay. If you have, the game, but then like, it stops the game. If it doesn't, yeah. until time or the outs are concluded, I'm going to keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing on my end. You want? You want to know it's a? Disc- I get paid for home runs. I get paid for good stats. Yeah, yeah. Well, his coach told him not to swing. Like, gave him the that, sign. That's what the coach's biggest issue, I'm, I'm sure, is. is like, okay, I so told then, you not to but swing. But then that has nothing to do with the game. That was this guy didn't listen. Right? No, it was the game it's because, the game, though, because the that's, co- that's what you do in that situation in baseball with this old school manager. You take that pitch He's because they're probably going to walk manager. you, and you just take the base instead of running up the score, making him look bad, showing so, him out. So, anyways, the next game, the yeah. Twins pitchers threw behind this cat, Mercedes. And LaRusso comes out and goes, I'm okay with it. That's what they should have done. That's what they should have done. He showed them up. Yeah. I mean, if there's an alternative to what he did, then yeah. Here's the thing that I find that's so that's insulting. Not really an alternative. Why are you throwing behind a dude who hit a home run off of you? Don't throw the pitch that allowed him to hit a home run. Yeah. Yeah, don't bring Strike him out next time to show him up. Don't throw at the guy. So. Stupid baseball. Listen, I think it's just insulting the fact that a bunch of people are out there making hundreds of millions of dollars and they're complaining about stuff like this. That, that's the part that I kind of find more insulting to anything. Oh, no. Compartmentalize. Well, that's the With, thing, within their arena, that's how this is. Okay, great. And then in this arena, I don't care. You do what you want. You run up that <laughs> score. Keep them there all night. Delay the next game because of how long you're going to keep them there. All right? That's how I look at it is do, if you're going to suck. Do better, suck less. Yes. That, that's how I look at it. I mean, I don't mind him throwing behind. I do. I do. It, it's part I of make the game. huge exception to that. It's no, not part it's of the part game. Of the it game, shouldn't dude. be. You show me up, I'm going to throw behind you. That's stupid. It's, yeah, it's just part of the it's, game. It's more and you know what? More and more pitchers are saying the same thing. Hey, CC Sabathia came out on his podcast and said it's stupid. It shouldn't happen. It's it Trevor is Bauer hey, came out and said it's stupid. It Trevor shouldn't Bauer's happen. Just like they'd say in Major League, strike that motherfucker out. Splicid. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, we were already there. Yeah, I hate it. I hate the throwing at guys because they showed you up. I, I don't like it at all. It. I don't think you should throw at guys at all. Period. Hate it. I just don't like that Larusso. You have these unwritten oh, rules okay. and talk about how gentlemanly your game is and how you don't show other people up, and you brawl because some dude said something you it's, didn't it's like. The one time as a pitcher that you're throwing at a guy and you hit him in the head and he dies on the field, that you're gonna be like. Oh, damn. No, see, you're not supposed to aim for the head. You're supposed to aim for the uh, You know what? Butt. When you're throwing 90 miles an hour at somebody, you don't know where that ball is Dudes have been hitting the, the head oh, yes, when they do. didn't mean to hit them in the head. So I mean, they're professional pitchers, so they should at least have a good Again, idea. You're right. He has a little bit of extra sweat on the, his finger, and it goes off. You're it's right. actually surprising it's never happened, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you. You're right. They're professionals being paid millions of dollars. Just go play your game. That's how like, I Like, just do it. better. Yeah. 
So it's so bad that the star player, Tim Anderson, for the Chicago White Sox came out and defended his own teammate against the manager and basically said they shouldn't have thrown the pitch. He's, uh, I'm totally with him. I would have cranked it out too. I don't care what it is. The, the White Sox are a really young team. Yeah. So they're – They're that new generation. They got that, that new, new thought process with baseball that I'm loving and you to see. Put, and this is this guy's first year in coaching in 10 years, give or take? An all-time great. Larus is an all-time great. great. I will coach. give him He's that. Won championships with multiple. I don't teams. like him at all. I didn't all. realize he had come didn't, back until this. I didn't happened. like the hire at all. So I, he's terrible I just don't think for it's this the right team. fit for the team. And they're actually like the best team in baseball. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, but I think Besides they'd be even. I think they'd be even better if they didn't have this old school mentality manager with them. I don't know. To me, that that's like complaining about Mahomes going out and throwing six touchdowns in the first half on you. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, this is bad for the game. You That's what I mean. Like, what other sport <laughs> attacks a guy physically? Yeah. Uh, with intent. What was that basketball game earlier where they won like what was like one fifty two to like yeah like the, eighty the or Warriors something got like that? Yeah, yeah, it was the worst beating you know, like in history. And I'm like, so what was that bad for the game too? Because you decided to just to quit. Did, did they come out and throw a basketball at a guy's head the next game? Right, like, or start throwing elbows when they were exactly. going for threes? I'm like, listen, dude, just whatever. Stop them if you don't like it. It's that simple. Like I, oh boy, terrible, absolutely terrible. And that was that was the first thing he said in his post game press conference was about that yeah. and how how it's. It goes against everything the game stands for. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but he's, he's definitely old school mentality. Yeah, well, then it's he's... bad for the game. It needs to go. He's the one that needs to, like, wake up then. Because if things are changing around you, man, you need to adapt as well. So... I, All think right. I think it's bad for the game to have somebody throwing a 40-mile-per-hour baseball yeah, at someone. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is a, a professional sports arena... And when, you got somebody when, cranking it out like it's the first pitch of the season. When Fat Joe you know can I mean? get out there and throw a 70-mile-an-hour so fastball. Like, when yeah. you only have like maybe nine pitch, total pitchers on the team, well, you got your starters that pitch every fourth day because they throw a lot more You got pitches. a lot more than nine. I think they only have like five in the bullpen, six in the bullpen. You only have 24 in your team. Yeah, there they, is a limited <laughs> number of pitchers. I will agree with that. So when you're up 15-4, to four, well, you don't want like one of your main guys throwing out his arm for a game that's blown out. That's why they bring in backup positional players to pitch. If they keep running up a score that's already run up, what does it it's matter? part of the reason yeah. 162 is too many. When, well, when guys play just go, we're games, done with this you game. You need your yeah. pitchers down the long yeah, haul, yeah. which means you play too many damn games. But here's the other thing. They go out there and throw a 70-mile-an-hour ball he compared couldn't. to the 42. It was like... No, I'm saying see, like one of the other p- actual pitchers. Well, that's what gets me. Is like These guys are professional MLB players, right? Yes, yes. He can throw the ball yes. across the diamond probably 70, 80 miles an hour. Yeah. If you want to throw his arm out. But you can't throw a pitch over 40? That Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm like, I, I know they can. Like, well, it's maybe it's more of a matter of control. Well, I don't, even then. No, like, it's, it's definitely it, control. But Throwing off the mound into that, what is it, a two-by-two two box? But a backup two catcher by three. doesn't you know, throw, doesn't pitch baseballs for... Two or three. Innings. It's different yeah. when you're throwing out that angle into that little box. It's definitely different. Sure, to pitch I, I'm sure that line. messes with your head when you're like, I need to aim within a two-yard oh, area just, compared to you know. I'm just like, throwing it to the guy and he can reach out and catch it wherever exactly. it goes. Here's I completely understand yeah. that. Completely understand that. Example. So my son Xander, right? He has a cannon for an arm, like he can throw it across a diamond like on a rope. But when he gets up there to pitch, yeah, he like freezes because one, he's falling off the backside of the mound. So instead of throwing 
off, you know, like on level ground, it's easier to step forward. But when you have a mound that's kind of sloped down on either side, yeah. your body naturally wants to go off that side. So that right there scares them. And then just having a batter up there freaks them out. And I'm just like, go up there and throw. Why can't you just go up there and throw? Yeah. So it's probably kind of some yeah, similar sure, thinking sure, sure. with the catcher. Yeah. I hear you. But um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I think it's a dumb thing to complain about. Don't Should don't like don't like it. The playing games. Do something about the basketball it. Basketball now? No, not yet. Not yet. I actually want to talk about basketball. No, I don't care if you guys do. I know none of us don't. We're not going to spend a lot of time on let's hockey. Let's go Nuggets. So I'm going to talk about hockey real quick here. <laughs> All right, let's go Avs. We're just going to so call this segment Avs, Winnipeg monologue. Jets, and the Bruins have all gotten to the second round so far. There we um, go. Avs swept. Avs swept the Blues. That so was good to see. Dude, they like they stomped too. It was like. Four or five goals a game. Like, it was nasty. So, still trying to get into the next round. We got Penguins and Islanders. Islanders are up 3-2. Um, we've got... I want to see the Islanders. I want the to see Hurricanes some more of the, uh, and the Predators. They, they've got videos of the, the Jets guys out there at the Islander game. So, that's fun. <laughs> Hurricanes, Predators. Carolina's up 3-2. Uh, you got... Who else? Tampa. Everybody loves a peanut gallery full of winners to come cheer you right? on. Yeah. It's funny that they're both in New Jersey to begin with. <laughs> right? Not New York, but New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Tampa Lightning and the uh, Florida Panthers. Tampa's up 3-2. Stamkos, he can stay healthy. They might be able to make a playoff run. I do know that. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have here? Oh, the the Knights and the Wild. That's tonight. Let's go Wild. Vegas is up 3-2. So it would be nice if Wild could get it to at least 7 just tire, tire them out a little bit. That's all we need. And then Maple Leafs, Canadians, Toronto's up 3-1. That Knights team's good, though. That Knights team is good. Yeah, well, that's who the Avs would have to face in the second round. So the so two, best teams, the be two best teams in the league by record and points for the season are going to have to play in the second not, round. It's just it's weird the way they set it up. Yeah. Now, the hockey games aren't on a lot. I think, thankfully, now. Oh, they're on round a lot two. Right now. Well, round two, they're on national TV. They were on national TV. Oh, I guess no, NBC Sports is one. national TV, is yeah. it? No. It's round one, it's I not have the sports completely. <laughs> it's not completely. I would have expected nothing less, Caleb. In round two, though, they're on national TV. So, thankfully, we'll actually get to get to watch them. I'll sit down and watch an Avs game when they're on TV. If you get a chance to watch playoff hockey, watch it. I know we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about it. I know people it, but... think I'm crazy. I still would add that red line back onto the puck. I enjoyed hockey a lot more. When I could see where the puck was. The more you watch it, the more you kind of they realize need to do where the it puck's live. going. No, like, like <laughs> seriously, when you put that little red trailing line on where the puck is, yeah, I know where it's at. I'm just and saying, the more you it. watch, the more it's easier to start following. I've been watching. I've been watching for a long time since they were. They haven't had that on the puck for Pink, a long Pinky's time. Pinky's getting but. a little old. <laughs> Eyes aren't what they used to be. I don't wear my glasses all the time, guys. Okay. So we'll try to talk a little more hockey as things get moving here towards the well, finals. But what did our buddy say? Did he say anything? He's been quiet. I didn't ask. Days. I didn't ask. I didn't ask, ask anything. I didn't. I'm waiting for these first rounds to end because we've already talked about all the first round matchups. Um, so you know, I gave you the rundown of where they're at. Avs Knights. We'll see who if moves you on watch to the next game, round. Watch that game. The second round, I think, is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of good hockey. So the. If, if you're not following yet, I highly recommend, like Pinky said, more national televised games. Start keeping an eye on it. Hopefully this is the beginning of, you know, like the Raiders-Broncos relationship, you know, the whole Knights-Avalanche thing. Knights are really good, man. 
Yeah, really I, don't, I don't see the Raiders, but I definitely see Kansas City. No, dude, they're both in Las Vegas. Are they not? <laughs> they are. Yeah. I, I don't hate the Raiders as much. Well, I, I get what you're saying. Because they're in Vegas. I'm just saying. I like I'm Vegas. Vegas is like my second city. The Raiders never So I kind of like the Raiders now. Yeah. They suck because. Wait, what? You know, Vegas, what did you just say? Yeah, I know. It's weird. Vegas is Wait, a cesspool. Repeat that so we can all hear you. I kind of like the Raiders oh, because wow. they're in Vegas. But they're still the Raiders. Not anymore. I mean, it's like when Kobe changed his number, right? It's like he's no. not a rapist. <laughs> oh, damn. Glad somebody else says it. Damn. Yeah, he's, cool. He started over, man. I he's think, a new guy. I mean, we, we, we shouldn't go there. I have different opinions about that whole situation. Yeah, I do too, so. for sure. I'm just saying Roethlisberger should have just changed his number. Okay. Okay. All right. You well. can do it as long as you change your and, number. After and there's right. my unpopular opinion. Um, I like Kobe, but I'm not. I think it's foolish to think he changed his number for any other reason. <laughs> Marketing's a bitch when you got to try to do eight still, and that's what's being flashed up on the TV during a trial. Just, I don't know. My two cents. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. So now we're talking basketball. Uh, yeah. Let's let's <laughs> jump in on here. To bas- oh, All right. <laughs> That was how I contributed with that yeah. transfer. I'll just transfer right in there. <laughs> that was a smooth <laughs> transition. Slide on in. So good. All right. Uh, run down some of these real quick because you guys probably don't have any input. Uh, Philly, Washington. Uh, Philly's going to win that series. Yeah, Philly's going to win. Washington might get a game if Beal and uh, Westbrook get hot, but Philly's going to win. I think you got to start with the playing games. Because did we not talk about them last we week? Didn't. I mean, okay, I we mean, can. I'll back up a little bit. I mean... Figured we'd get to who got through the play-in games based go, on... Go on, Caleb. Go, go on, on. Caleb. Based on what I'm looking at here. You're right? not going to talk about this anymore. Washington made it in from the play So that's where we're going next. Stupid Lakers. We're not there yet. Hang oh, on. Okay. Washington did make it in. They did beat Charlotte. So wasn't, they got in as the eight wasn't seed. Wasn't tough. Okay. Boston got in as a seven seed by beating Washington in the first set in of play-in game, games. Yeah. Okay. So... You've got Philly's going to win. Okay. Moving on to the two seed and the seven seed, Brooklyn and Boston. Brooklyn's going to win. Brooklyn's two, up 2-0. Two if Boston had Jalen Brown, I think they could win this series. But they don't. Uh, but losing they don't. him at the end of the season just killed it. Uh, Brooklyn's going to win. They'll have the 3-6 matchup, Milwaukee-Miami. Milwaukee's playing some pretty good basketball. I think they could definitely beat Brooklyn. So that's going to be interesting mm, to keep an eye on. We'll see. Philly gets the winner of New York or Atlanta. Atlanta Doesn't won matter. game one on a last-second shot by Trey Young. Uh, New York, I don't think, can win this series. But if they do, I we would go seven, I won't I think. be shocked if they win. Philly's going to be waiting to just smoke whoever they get. Yeah. Philly's going to take that matchup regardless. Now, can Philly beat Milwaukee or Brooklyn? I don't know. It's no. gonna We're going to have to wait and see how they play. Yeah, they could, for Brooklyn's sure. Brooklyn's coming out of the East, bro. No. I don't agree with that at all. I think Philly's coming out of the East. Brooklyn's coming out of the East. Lock I think it's it Philly or Milwaukee. It's not Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn doesn't play any defense. Lock it up. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be interesting to see how the second round matchups start playing down out. Now. In the West, we've got Utah, Memphis. Memphis actually stole game one with the Spider. Yeah. Mr. Mitchell Mitchell's sitting playing. out. Yeah. They held him out. He's back for game two. So we'll see how that series goes. Do they sweep the next four? And Memphis just stole the first one, and that's it. And Memphis wasn't close after that. It's going to be one. interesting to see. John Morant's got that team playing together. Uh, obviously, they made it in, losing to L.A. So It's so funny. I mentioned our buddy Cody with the hockey. 
that he gives us. And he literally just messaged us. Squirrel, said, Pinky, squirrel. How are we doing? Squirrel. We're doing <laughs> great, Cody. Doing great, Cody. We'll talk more soon. As the, as the playoff hockey gets going, we'll get you more insider information, as I was saying before. Now, squirrel's gone, Pinky. Back to playoff basketball? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Good. L.A. got in by beating Memphis. Uh, beating so, Golden State first. Well, they beat Golden State first. Golden State oh, lost to Memphis. The last second shot by LeBron. Yes, that was amazing, actually. And that's where I was going to go next. But he needed 20-minute eye-poking, too. Well, so the <laughs> eye-poke... People are so, saying it's not a lucky shot because he practices it, but he kept complaining about how he saw three baskets. Three, so yeah. then if you're seeing three I mean, baskets, it was a lucky shot. Really, I don't care what you practice. It's really tough when you rip your This vagina. is what I got to okay, say. Guys. I was like, look, bitch, I have to hit three golf balls every time I go on the golf course, okay? So if Zach can do that, you can hit a shot. I mean, but that's from drinking. That's different. <laughs> Same shit, right? Three. It was no, Le- three. LeBron, three. Right? poked in the eye. LeBron got in, though. Hit a big shot. Got them in. They're playing Phoenix. The series is tied 1-1. Oh, my shoulder. Phoenix stole game one. Uh, LeBron played really good last night. They got game two. He had a couple of really big shots, actually. Got to give him credit. He did carry them to the victory with AD. So that series is tied 1-1 with Phoenix. That That's a toss-up series right now. So it would be interesting to see if Phoenix won. Go, go the Valley, man. The 3-6 matchup, who the winner would see there, Denver and Portland. Portland stole game one. This matchup does scare me as a, a Nuggets yeah. fan. Oh, they, they won by like 14 points. That's not it. Was, it. Denver was up 12 in the middle of the third quarter. They stole it. It was on Denver's home court. So it sounds like they you, ran away with it at the end. You know like Denver funny. lost it. They, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is I started watching that game, and then Portland tied it. I'm like, I guess That's I, your fault. It's yeah. my fault. Turn that also, shit off. I watched one section of the Avs game when the Blues tied it up 2-2 in the game. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so don't watch anymore, Zach. Get over here. I'm just going to turn this off. Denver did come back and blow them out for game two. Looked really good. So that series tied 1-1. It's going to be interesting to see if Denver can – I would like to see him win in six. Well, they decided in the second half of that game to put Aaron Gordon on Dame. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see seven for that series by any means. The 4-5 matchup, the Clippers-Dallas, I am loving this. The Clippers have lost two in a row now to Dallas. Luka Doncic is playing out of his mind. The face of the NBA. Oh, the, the young Larry Bird. So – I think Dallas upsets this. I think they're going to the next round, and Dallas Utah could be a scary matchup for Utah too. So I'm I'm liking the way these things are shaking up. Well, I think any There's matchup been some really good for games. Utah is going to be scary if Mitchell's not 100% healthy. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that too. But he says he is, so we'll see. We'll see. But I'm liking where we're at. I'm liking where we're at. A lot of good matchups all over the place. Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned because it's going to start heating up here real quick. I mean, I, I definitely didn't like the Nuggets matchup with the Trailblazers to begin with. I mean, it's it's tough to match bucket for bucket with Dane when he's hot. And we don't have that guy. I'd so. rather see them over Dallas and Doncic right now. I'd rather see Portland than Dallas right now. I would have rather had Mavs myself. We yeah. played much better against the Mavs. Historically, I, I think we match up better against the Mavs. Mm-hmm. And then we do the that dude's playing on another level right there. Number 77 in Dallas, playing on another level. Yeah, but that's all they really got. Porzingis is playing good, too. Yeah, but you match white boy against white boy. Again, Put Aaron Gordon on. If we get anything close to the Western Conference Finals, it's a miracle. I could but. see us losing in the first round to Portland. I could see the Nuggets getting to the Conference Finals. 
I could. All of those are very possible. But without Jamal Murray, it's hard to say we have a chance to win it all. I really don't like Rivers. Austin Rivers? Yeah. You need a body. And he's a solid I he's get a solid villain. That's what it comes down to. So that's what I got for basketball. You guys are gonna have to start catching up here as these uh, rounds start moving I'm, along. I am on bleacher. Let's start watching a little more hockey. I am paying attention. Okay, like it. Things are gonna be needing to talk about as this gets closer to championships. I'll get right on it. As long as LeBron's what <laughs> well, I like to hear. I'll I'll do it for you, Aaron. I got you. Thank you. All right, Pinky. I'm sure you have some football for us. I always have football, guys. What do you have, Pinky? Woo. I mean, I'm sure you guys saw the Aaron Rodgers interview this last yes. week. With Kenny right. Main? Yeah. That was hilarious. I mean, you know what's really funny is I feel like Kenny Main and Aaron Rodgers are friends. They are. Because they have the same sense of humor. Probably, but you know Kenny Main is guy. no longer with ESPN here. His contract's done now. Correct. So for, for money. He money. can say some things that even Kenny Main probably couldn't so, have gotten away with. I, th- I think I agree with Pat McAfee. I love if Kenny Main does his own thing and can say whatever the fuck he wants. He's tried. It just didn't get enough traction. Well, you, you can't do those things at ESPN. You have people that tell you what you can and cannot say. I want Kenny Main unfiltered and say whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Because yeah, he that, can. That was funny. I love Kenny Main. Oh, have you seen it? P- SP, have you seen this? You know what we're talking about? So, so basically, quick version. They're talking. The interview's wrapping up, right? And he, he looks at Rogers and he's like, basically, hey, you told me to get in on this crypto, you know? I went ahead, I did it. We're down like 400%. 40. Whatever he said. You know, I'm exaggerating 40, things. Yeah. Okay, four, we're down 40%. He named his wife's name. You know, she's just trying to get a comforter. F you, Rogers, and just walks off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's just awesome. Like, that's just awesome. It was great. Even my wife was laughing hard. Yeah, it was It was good. I love Kenny Maine, though. All the stuff he's ever done. And it was funny him. on Twitter. Like, Twitter was all in it. And there was, like, a bunch of dumb people that were just like, he didn't say anything. And, like, the smart people are like, he said everything Yeah. in that interview. Rogers? Oh, yeah. He's not going back to Oh, anything. so off the funny side to the serious side of what that interview really was and what he said to Kenny Maine, what he didn't say literally told you everything you need to know. He's done in Green Bay. He will retire, sit out, or get traded. He is never playing another stop for Green what, Bay again. What is he doing? What was he doing today that I posted on the on the page today? Hanging out in Hawaii. Yeah, he's hanging out with Miles Teller in Hawaii. Miles Teller. Yeah, yeah. because his wife and Miles Teller did that movie that I was trying to tell yeah. you about together. So they're really good friends. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were they were hang, they're hanging out in Hawaii. Like they've got there's videos of Aaron Rodgers playing guitar. And like he played some golf. He had a tea time yeah. at like Capicola or whatever. It's I like Miles Teller, by the way. He's okay. Besides Fantastic like Four, he's that good. movie was amazing. Um, what did you just say? <laughs> I'm kidding. That was that was quite the quite the story they tried to tell. <laughs> that could have ended our friendship. Right? Quite quite the story they tried to tell. Um, I can't remember what the name of the movie was where he plays the drums. Sound of Metal. No, he was on that one. No. He's on that one. Oh boy, I'm in the wrong crowd. Never mind. Moving Sorry, on. Sorry, man, I don't know. That's okay. I'm not a Miles Anyways, I'm not a Miles Teller fan. This is the first time Rogers has missed OTA voluntary OTAs in his career. Yeah, says a lot. I mean he's he's done. 
I mean, but then again, the wide receiver core didn't show up either. Yeah, they <laughs> No, but why are you going to show up when your quarterback isn't there? Well, I mean, you still... <laughs> you I mean, still, you're still trying to go for actually, a paycheck, right? where you're wrong is this, their quarterback might be there. You're, um, you're, you're telling me Alan Lazard doesn't need to keep his job? I'm just saying. This is voluntary. Like, you, this doesn't affect your I, I, I know, salary. I know. This is voluntary. Does Devontae Adams really need to be there? Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers is there, you think he's there? Yeah. yeah. But, but does Alan Lazard need to be there? That's because no. they're, yeah. they're there to hang out and play Madden afterwards. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Who's throwing the balls to a piggy? Did you see who they signed? You don't need to be there. I told you they're making a Super Bowl run. Between Love, Bortles, and that other dude, none of those receivers need to be there. <laughs> dude, I, I'm going to love watching the Packers just suck balls. They're going to put those dummies on the remote control cars out there, and they're just going to say, try to throw so, it close. <laughs> and it, what's so funny is I think all of this is so unbelievable, fixable. We messed up. We're trading Jordan. I don't know if anybody would even trade for Jordan Love because obviously if you don't like him, why would we trade for him? No, I don't think that does it at this point. I think it's either the GM goes. I think he's serious. The GM goes or he does. They're not going to get rid of the GM. The precedent that that sets is absurd. So Rodgers is going to go, and they're not going to have a choice. That GM's going to have to suck that up and be the dude who's known for trading Aaron Rodgers because he drafted a quarterback and just didn't Unless reach he decides out. to be like, I'm going to call your bluff. But, I mean, by the time – Call his bluff. Go October for it. Then, then, around, then you're known like, as the dude suck. who made Aaron Rodgers sit out and never play for you again because you didn't suck up. Like that. Neither option is good for Green Bay. At Correct. This point. I mean, taking taking the draft picks for a 37 year old quarterback is a better option. Period. No, it's not. It is. Now, when that 37 year old quarterback is one of the best that's ever played, maybe has another five years of really again, great in him and could get you a Super in, Bowl. In today's mm. NFL, where they understand they have options. Back in the 80s and 90s, you didn't have options. Like, that that wasn't a thing. 2010s, you didn't have options. You, you have options now. But so, you always did have options when you were this great. John Elway forced his way before he even got in the league. Because you could baseball. do things if you were really great. He had baseball. Okay. And but, he, was, he was positioning that I can go play for the Yankees instead of playing for you. Look, well, this, Bo Jackson did it before him. This right, precedent has right, been tried to be set, though, by two other all-time greats. One in the 90s and one in the 2010s, and it didn't work out for him. Barry Sanders and Megatron. Same organization, but there's been a precedent of what organizations are going to do, what those groups of owners are going to do. So if Rodgers gets his way, I think part of the reason he gets his way is because there's not an owner in Green Bay. The owner would make the decision to just get rid of the GM. Yeah, if it's a GM or Rodgers, I think that's a pretty easy choice. <laughs> There's not an owner, though. There is a group that manages well, them. So Mark Murphy is pseudo. President of football operations. Right, but guy. he still reports to a board. But yeah, a board has to like go Sign off everything. on everything. Yeah. He can't just make the decision. If there was an owner, that GM is gone, Rodgers stays, and you move I, along. If, if I can trade a guy again, does it suck? Yes. But forcing a guy to not to retire or give me three first round draft picks, I'm gonna take the draft picks. Like if he retires, you get nothing. You get zip, zilch, nothing. I agree with Pinky on like, that. Like at least get something. Get something for him. Right, but they're only having to do that because there's not an owner, is what I'm trying to tell you. Well, yeah, if there was an owner, he wouldn't have drafted like, again. The owner probably still would have drafted it's, him. It's, they would have reached out. The, the Patriots did this four years ago. Brady didn't want 
um, Garoppolo there. He went above Belichick. Kraft traded Garoppolo. And they didn't even get a first-round pick for him when they could have. They took whatever they could get to get him out of the door. Yeah, that's what right? I'm saying. The Packers are going to have to get rid of him. Well, it makes most logical sense. So they're, I mean, they're not, they're not going to get rid of the GM. They're not going to. No, they're going to get rid of Rodgers because the GM's not going to swallow his pride. Hopefully, the board thinks they did the right thing by drafting the, the quarterback. The unfortunate thing is I, I don't think they'll trade Rodgers until like right before the season. If they do. It'll happen before then. It'll happen before the end of June. I got my calendar set for June 2nd. June 2nd. So we'll see what happens. You got anything like else? Week. Um, for football, I don't think there's been any other news out there. But I thought it'd be kind of fun as we start getting into fantasy, start getting into, you know, we're technically OTAs are happening right now. We will be about two months out from pre um, from training camp. I, I just wanted to throw out there two questions. The first one, what's one player you're really excited to watch play next year? Michael Pittman. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just like him. I think he's got all the right stuff. That stock is strong in his fantasy value for Zach. Strong. <laughs> With Carson Wentz, him not having leg surgery this year, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for Michael Pittman. Definitely fantasy for Michael wise. Pittman. Okay. Um, I'd also say I'm pretty excited to see Najee Harris. Okay. The only thing about Najee Harris that I'm worried about is his future with Ben? Well, the O line. Yeah, I. I think he might be able to overcome it. Wait, was the question any player or rookie? Any player. Any player. Oh, okay. He happened to choose a rookie and a second year wide receiver. Oh, gotcha. You know, for me, it really has to be Prescott because I want to see if he's back to normal. Yeah, but we know what we have in Prescott. I think. Well, we don't know anymore. I, I need. I need validation. I need to see that he's he been can... a top five quarterback for. How long? Yeah, but that wasn't just a, a minor injury. Yeah, no, that was or the ACL was, that guys just come back from now. Yeah, that no, was, everyone says he's fine. He's back to one hundred percent. I hope so, and I I hope he goes out there and he does what he was starting to do last season. But him and that, and obviously this is biased, but I really I mean, want to see what Micah Parsons does. I mean, too. we can be honest. When the Cowboys are good, it's good for the NFL. Yeah. I hate any just of that. In, I don't agree with any of that. But I would like, say just whatever. the team in the East in general. <laughs> I like, hate when people hey. say that about any sport. Good teams are what's good for the league. Not necessarily. I don't care if it's a specific brand. If they brand. have small fan bases, The Cowboys it's fan not that base good. is so large whether they're good or bad. People only say that when it dollars make sense kind of thing. Hey, man. For me, I don't care who's good as the, long as they're the, good. The Cowboys have been average for 25 years, yet they're still the most valuable franchise in the, in the world when it comes to sports. So. Yeah. When they're good, it's good for the NFL. Well, it's because the, the ownership is smart when it comes to money, but that's about where it ends. The only so reason they, they anybody's to, ever said that is because it makes money. I like it if the NFL makes well, money, I mean, bro. That's the point. What's good about Dallas being good for the NFL other than money? Everything. Gets us talking about it. Get us hating them more. If you hate the Cowboys, Listen, you hate it when they're good. If money's not coming into an organization, the organization's not going to grow. It's not going to get better. Cap rooms are going to decrease. There's a lot of things that happen when funds aren't coming in. I'm not arguing any of that by any means. I'm 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 kind of old school in that way. I like it when some of the old school teams are good. But I, if if let's because say again, when I hate against the Cowboys when they're good, it gives me more to hate against. 
when they're bad, I, I could care less. Like, I want to have that. I, but I think I, I'm with you too, though. I think there should be like seasons, right? Where it's like this decade, new teams come because then at that point you're rotating kind of fan bases, right? You're getting people involved that weren't as involved as they were before. Like, I'm going to love to see the Patriots burn down to ashes and not be good for 40 years. <laughs> I, I prefer too. talking about a little bit of everything than I would just focusing on one thing. That's yeah. kind of how I yeah. see I, it. I will, too. I, again, I know the Patriots pre-2000. Yeah. I know their history. Yeah. I know their history more than most Patriot fans do. Sure. So I understand. Like, because okay. most Patriot fans didn't start liking him until 2001. <laughs> right. Right. It's true. So, I mean, when I'm, I always like, hey, guys, do you remember the 80s? Do you remember Drew Bledsoe? Do you remember Bill Parcells being your head coach? Like, do you, what do you guys remember? They don't, because again, they jumped on the bandwagon after they started winning. Sure. So, yeah, I, I just that, that's just me. I, I've never liked that saying. I think it's stupid. I think the only reason it ever gets talked about is because it well, makes fuck money. You too, Caleb. Just, I just like I'm good with Wyoming gets a football team. They're hey, really good. And we I'm, talk about that because they're good talk, rather than when we talk. Baseball, oh, let's talk Dallas because we. Hate I like them. it when the Yankees are good. I don't because I hate mm. against them. I'll talk about Tampa all I day long. I can't hate the Yankees when they suck. But they, they're always mediocre. Or Do you, you want to know what I think is good for football is the fact that they're competitive. And, th- and that's what I like about so many good teams and people stepping up their game. Well, the thing that football's done the best is their salary cap and having the basically you can be great in three years kind of thing, the way mm-hmm. they have, you can be great they have everything set up. Sure. Uh, Football has done better than any other sport. You have at that. teams go from the, the, first, the, worst to first. The yeah. parody, the parody in football is superb, and and usually parody is used as like a bad thing, but when it comes to football, it's a it's a competitive likeness that I really appreciate about the sport. Yeah. No, I. So I, and you mentioned Micah Parsons. Yeah. I did want to mention Cowboys related. Jalen Smith is throwing down six figures. To change his number from 54 to, to 9. To 9, yeah. Do you know what that means every week when we watch a Cowboys game? Oh, that number 9 is going to be back on the field? 9, Tony 10, Roman? 11. 9, 11. Oh. We'll be playing twice a week or twice a year in New York. 9, 11. Good job. So we're already starting these conspiracy right? theories. Is that what's yeah, going on? Wait, does that Parsons mean? wearing 11, so they'll wear 9 and 11. Yeah, I, okay. I I honestly hate these jersey number changes, but whatever. I don't understand. I, why I don't understand why he didn't just wait a year and then like you can do it for free. Like why you pay six figures to do that? I just think it looks terrible. I it makes it, it makes <laughs> yes. me no. I'm it, with you. It, it makes me think of just little league teams well, where like you just Mac throw on whatever number, number you can. Yeah, Mac Jones wearing a fifty looks atrocious. He's wearing a fifty. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, you remember my comment? That yeah, I, I remember that. They should have put that on Cam Newton. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I hate that more than anything. I think it's I funny. Do. I, I don't. Know I, I love care. like I, I watch out. You know, uh, they've had some videos of Broncos camp. You know, Broncos, uh, Jerry Judy, Patrick Sertan. They played at Alabama together. Now they're on the same team. Patrick Sertan's out there in that too. It does not look good. It needs like a one after it. I don't know why it doesn't look good. I don't understand this. I don't understand this at all. I I don't like it. I I don't like Mac Jones at fifty. Wear whatever number you want. There's just some some things are aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, I will agree with Pinky. And and so f you, Caleb. <laughs> like KJ Hamler changed from thirteen to one. Now thirteen didn't look good either, but one doesn't look good. I think you guys are just so stuck in 
oh, now I can see a lineman or that's a linebacker or a cornerback. Or I don't even really care about that. But like, so then why do you me, care like, whatever they're wearing? Wide receivers like wearing 80 to 89 look like that looks right. I don't know why. It just does. Because that's does. all you've ever known. Yeah. When I see Emmanuel Sanders wear 10, like he made 10 look good because he was playing good. Oh my but gosh. it still didn't look good. Terrible. Terrible. Okay. Get off the numbers thing. Get off. Get off. Player you're looking so, forward to, Pinky. He, he likes Micah Parsons. Well, he said another name before Which that. Which I'm excited for Micah Parsons. I love I how he him. just, anything with Dak that he could sweep under well, and I mean, just dismiss, said, he's all about I mean, it. We're all excited for Dak. If, <laughs> I, if the Cowboys are good, I can hate them more. I like it. All right, who are you looking forward to? This will be interesting. For me? it's going to be two Broncos, I'm sure. No, I mean, we've got a lot of reasons. I mean, I, I will tell my other guys, but Von Miller, seeing him back out, seeing him healthy, seeing him happy, seeing him have fun. Like, when he's having a good time, it just makes the Broncos more exciting. He is, at the moment, he is the face of the Broncos. Okay. So, I just like him being healthy. Um, when I think out in the NFL, I'm I'm nervous and excited for Saquon Barkley. Okay. Because I really see, like, Saquon Barkley minus injuries is greatness. Sure. Like, you see it. Like, he turns nothing into something on a regular basis he's real good um real good but injuries have have derailed that right um and for fantasy purposes you're like do i take that risk on saquon do i not do i let somebody else take that risk like what do i do right so i'm, I'm excited to see saquon and then um a little out of the box i am a i don't know if anybody knows i'm a gigantic jj watt fan oh so i'm excited to see jj watt in Arizona with Chandler Jones. Yeah. Can I tell you guys right do. now, I think they're making a run toward the championship. We're not there yet. Oh, okay. We're not there yet. That's the next segment. You remind me. Oh, uh, it's funny because I'm going to kind of talk about something so, similar to that's this. That's the next segment. Okay. Lead in. You ready? What do you got, Caleb? So continue with your Cardinals talk here. We'll go with the guy I was going to actually talk about second, but we'll do first now. Kyler Murray. I see him taking a huge you know, with, jump this without year. Without that shoulder injury last year, they make the playoffs. I see him taking yeah. a huge I, jump this year and... Uh, I think he's going to be electric. So I'm really excited to watch him. I think him. he was electric last year until that shoulder injury. Agreed. I agree. Agreed. Too, yeah. We know how I feel about him. So I'm really excited to see what he can do in his third year. Um, but the guy I was actually going to talk about first, and this is a bit of a homer and a bit of, I think he is arguably the best quarterback in this draft as well. So surprised he got down. But Justin Fields. Broncos, I still feel made a huge mistake so, unless they get Rodgers and they knew something nobody else did. I'm gonna, then I'm gonna so be, be honest it, with you. I'm I'm really excited to watch I Justin like Fields. Fields everywhere but Chicago. I hate him in Chicago. I do. I think that's a shitty team to take him to. They got weapons. They've got nothing. Do they? They've got weapons. They've Alan, got Alan, Alan Robinson. Robinson's a great receiver. Alan Robinson's amazing. Montgomery started looking good running the ball the last four or okay. five games of the year. Their old line sucks. They started figuring something out. Uh, they got some couple secondary dudes, Mooney and uh, Miller, who are not bad Miller seconds. Sucks. Mooney's good. I'll give you that. Mooney's good. Miller's but good yeah, in the slot. These are like I think Miller's not even there anymore. No, he's still there he's so far. But um, I, I think they've got some weapons, and I think I look. We all know you guys were way further down on Trubisky than I was, but he looked good the last six games of the season. Trubisky looked all right. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm down on Matt Nagy. Period. Me too. But in I think period. I think in Justin case. Fields. I'm excited like, to see what he does. I don't like Ryan Pace either. I'm excited to see what Fields does. So, I'll be honest. If Fields doesn't start this season, 
it it just doesn't matter. I'm still ex- he'll get in at some point, and I, 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 I will just, be excited to see. I, what he does. I do not. He's going like, to win the job out of camp. I mean, let's I, be I don't like that whole Chicago coaching staff when they fire everybody, which they're going to do. And they bring somebody else in. I might be more excited. Like the Broncos. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Okay, so there we go. That's who we're looking for. And we're not even talking fantasy yet. I feel like you want to lead into from there one guy to one team. Yes. I know where you're going. We might have talked about some of this beforehand, people. Or so, I just knew I also things. thought, like, hey, you know, what teams are we excited for for next year? And again, now that we're on Twitter and we follow, like, everybody, I get Buffalo Bills, Ravens. I'm, I'm getting everybody out there. They're all excited about their teams. We're all O and O, right? There's positivity. That's one of the coolest things about like the off season after the draft. Like everybody thinks they're going to go to the playoffs. Hope springs Bowl, eternal, right? baby. I don't think everybody thinks that. Pete. <laughs> a lot of team, a lot of people do. Like I even see Lions hype out there, right? That's cute. Which again, one of my favorite players, Pinay Sewell. I'm excited for, but he's when on the line. When did this happen? Who knows. No, I just said I would take Jamar Chase if I was the Bengals. That's it. I still like P.N.A. Sewell. If he falls to 10 I, or 9, I snatch him up in a heartbeat, but he didn't. So, because hmm. hmm. the Lions snatched him up. Because Dan Campbell needs guys who can bite kneecaps. He should have been gone at 5. He, We'll see. Foolish. We'll see. So, I thought it would be a good, good chance, you know, with all this to talk about, like, what teams are we excited besides our own team? Obviously, we're Broncos and Cowboys in this room. So, okay, those so two what team? teams are not allowed. What team, Pinky? What team are you excited to keep an eye on other than the Broncos? You know, I'm excited for the Browns. <laughs> oh. I, I am. And again. That's slightly Homer. Slightly Homer little for bit, you. You know, Pinky Jr. When Pinky Jr. is happy, I'm happy, right? Sure. Well, and sure. you just spent the uh, weekend out I just there. went to Cleveland. I spent time with Cleveland fans. Yep. I spent time with them all, like, giving me shit about the Broncos and talking, you know, most bro- – again. They have a reason to be able to talk they, finally they, to other they teams. They just sit there, like, you know, everybody was chanting Super Bowl. And, and let them have it. Do you know how long right. they've for waited? For sure. Absolutely. I'm, again, a, I'm on with this. People have died off waiting, okay? <laughs> yeah, dude. So. How can you hate the Browns? So I'm good with that. All right. Yeah. Right? They but, got a lot to be yeah, excited you know, for. I, mean, I can I can get behind that. They've got that. Jatavian yeah. Clowney. they got Miles Garrett coming I'm back. I'm excited to see the Browns. They've they've worked on their secondary. Best mm-hmm. running back in football. Best. They've got two damn good running yeah. backs. <laughs> they've got Coach of the Year, who didn't even coach the playoff game. Baker might actually they've, be legit. So, Baker, when he doesn't have to do a whole lot and play in that offense and make simple decisions, is awesome. He is awesome at that. I think again, if you put him in like a more of a spread offense, like it wouldn't work. But I do like him. In that's the, what he yeah. ran at Oklahoma. I think it would work really well. Nah, I don't think it would work. It's great in the I NFL. Yeah, in the NFL, you don't have that kind of time in the NFL. You had that time at Oklahoma. It's not only that, but the disguised coverages you get in the NFL as well too really throws you off. I mean, you're throwing downs. to wide open guys in Oklahoma against the Big Twelve most of the time, so it's a little bit different. <laughs> Same numbers were put up but, against the SEC in bowl games. Eh, eh. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't B- want to B- hear this. Baker has shown when he's under pressure, he's he not destroys as good. defenses like he did to Georgia. He does not. He does okay, not. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does not. That's yeah, why the, until last three year, until the second fluke. half of last season, <laughs> they were still like, oh, I don't know about Baker. Yeah. Now we'll they're see. like, we're going to ride or die with Baker. But yeah, he played good the second I'm not half. Not necessarily saying I'm a huge Baker fan. I'm just saying, dude, and spread offenses was killer. 
again, in college, when guys are running wide open, it's different in the NFL. You don't get that. He did it against Georgia. Again, we're not in college, bro. That was the top know. defense. Yeah. In the, I don't know how else well, to say that. We that saw, was the top defense in college, though. It can still translate. Yeah, but they didn't have top defense. Here's the other in thing, college. though, Caleb. We saw how his first three seasons went in the NFL. Right? Okay. It was Look, not the smoothest transition. First season okay? was bad coaching, terrible. Second season, bringing Kitchens in as a head coach was not good either. Third season, he started to look pretty good once he learned the offense. Second half of the season. Yeah. True. Once he learned again, the offense. I, I think he's going to be great. But again, they, they run a ball control. I was gonna. They, they keep him. You know, they don't. They don't let him. Just, that's the smartest thing. Yeah. Is is let you know. They arguably, keep him under control. Well, yeah. when you hand is the it ball that, off, or did he finally get smart enough to play within the offense? Well, I think when you hand the ball off twenty times to Chubb, and he that's did. what this season will tell us about Baker. Though I think, sure, if he can do that for a full well, season, he he and, dialed himself back to play within and the offense. Not only our expectations, like the media's expectations, are high on the Browns. Real high. Like they're Real they're high. they're high. Like I, I, James Jones or someone on NFL Network was literally like, the team that's going to beat the Chiefs this year and, and go to the Super Bowl was the Browns. Oh, there's a lot he of people picking brownies. Yeah, a lot of people. Right. I so, think there's another team that Zach I'm, is really high on that has a chance. To I'm do a little the same bit. Thing. I'm, I'm hitched on that bandwagon myself. I think we might have the same team. So I know Zach. I like Zach's team a lot too. I do too. Zach, where are you at? Um, I'm excited to see the Colts this year. That's my yeah, team man, for I sure. Mean, with I, what they did with Rivers last year, and I do think Carson Wentz is an improvement over quarterback. I think Frank Wright will know how to get the best out of Carson Wentz. Yeah, I wonder why. Because he's a good coach. I mean, I didn't like Carson have an MVP season basically with, with that yeah, guy as the totally. OC? Correct. Hmm. And I think he's got better receivers now too. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and a better O line. Definitely has a way better running backs. That's yeah, for sure. Way better. And offensive line. He's yeah. just he's got such an exceptionally better team. Yeah, if he can't do pay, an MVP with that offense around him than he I, is I, I have defense. no doubt he's like if philip rivers put up the numbers he put up last year wentz is throwing 30 touchdowns but they, they went 12 and 4 last year right yeah yeah i would i'd be willing. at least another victory maybe two well 12 and 5 13 and 4 i could see him somewhere yeah, right in there for I, sure i would actually put money to say that they're on their way to the super bowl they would literally. Whoa. They'd be. Mighty. I don't. I don't think that's a hot Ooh. take at all. Yeah, I mean, like, look at their defense last year. Right? I mean, they're one of the best in the leagues. Defense got better through the they, draft. And they the added offense, I think, got pay. a little bit better. It's, yeah, it's a top. They're in the top five conversation of the FC, no doubt. It, it I don't is. think Kansas City is far and away above everybody else. I don't anymore. say they're way not above. Any, I'm just saying they're anymore. in the. I think there's a, a top three to four teams there that are all very I've, capable. I've got four right now that I think if either one, all of them, either one of them went to the Super Bowl. Buffalo's the fourth. There's, Buffalo, There's Colts, like one in every division. KC. Yeah. I like the indie pick. I like the indie pick a lot. That defense got indie. better. That, I love it. They're indie. just all around really and, good. And I just like, um, I like Chris. Chris Ballard is a freaking awesome gm Dude, yeah he gets GM. it he and really I does love i love that the chiefs let him go to indianapolis and two months later fired ken dorsey and then hired like the third guy of brett veach who can't draft to save his life well getting away from kansas city uh we don't need to talk about them unless that's your team you're excited about <laughs> okay, i, don't I mean I'm, I'm excited to watch them in fantasy but. okay um What's cool about Indy is when you think about how good this team is and they lost what some think had he continued his career would have gone down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time in Andrew Luck. He'll probably be a Hall of Famer based on his short career that he had. No. Yes. No. Yes. I don't think Andrew the Luck. Numbers, I don't think the numbers he put up and the teams he did so it with, I bet you he makes a Hall of Fame. The numbers say yes. The accomplishments overall say no. 
but people are going to look at the teams that he played on. They're going to be like, that dude's a Hall of Famer. It's not his happen. teams were terrible. It's not going to happen. The O line was terrible. And that's the first thing they improved once he left. So <laughs> I think that says a lot about the way they built that team, though, to then just be able to make a trade for Carson, still be fine in the draft for moving forward, and add that who could be a perennial MVP candidate with all that talent around him. It's crazy. It's crazy. So Indy's going to be fun to watch. Well, they, I agree. What, what do they yeah. do? They were like, well, we have we have the complete roster. But we have an over-the-hill quarterback who can't really do what we need him to do anymore. If we give up a first round for this guy, we're fine with that. And yeah, because and if Philly's it works still out, for him. if it works out, it's a back-end uh, first Colts round. Took over a good amount of that contract, though. But they have the money to spend. Right, it doesn't matter because well, it's going to be heard, a back-end first round pick. Yeah, if no, it works out, Philly had to pay money to get rid of him. Not, they not, had to, not as much though. They had to take a lot of that contract still. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. I'm pretty sure Philly, the highest. P- player on Philly is still Carson Well, Wentz. that's because of the guaranteed money. They still had to, like, yeah. it's still dead cap money to them. Yeah. But Indy is still paying a good portion of the contract. It's just the dead money still counts against Philly. Basically, the what, what Indy's paying is a good contract for what they got. Correct. I mean, that's the way it worked out. Philly did not win that deal at all. But in the long run, just to get that out of your team, start over, however Which, you want to look at it, then, what, yeah, it is a good deal. What, what would have been the better way to handle that? Get rid of your head coach. Yeah. They'll get your O-line set up back. Yep. And Carson Wentz will be just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't and, handle it And well. plus, I think ta- or like taxing stupid people is like you need to. You know what I mean? It's the only way you can hope they learn. Agreed. Agreed. That's okay. Philly's going to give up all three of their first next year for Deshaun Watson. So, <laughs> since SP went Indy 2, I'm going to give us two. Well, SP is going to give us a team. He gave no, us Indy. I, I said Indy. I know you're going to give us a different team. Oh. Well, you can talk about my second team because I think you're on the same boat as this team too. That's why he messaged us to have different teams. Right? It's okay. Oh. I think you'll be on with me here for okay. the second Let's one. So we'll it. talk about that a little bit more. The first one, though, I've got is Miami. I'm excited to see Miami. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I love Brian I mean, Flores. I absolutely love Flores I, and what he's I doing. I love Flores. Yeah, I like Flores I think too. that defense is going to be much improved again. I think they're going to take another jump. I honestly think Tua is finally healthy. Did you watch him play? He wasn't healthy. He came out and said it. I, and I am saying I will give Tua if he's the benefit right, of the doubt. If he's serious and he's really healthy, I'm excited to see what he could do with the weapons they now put around him on offense. I just didn't see anything great from Tua. That like sometimes Wait. you watch a rookie quarterback and you're like, you know what? I see it. Yeah, you get guy, a little right? spark, right? When you say weapons, are you talking about Devontae Parker and Miles Gaskin? Jalen Waddle. <laughs> I mean, so okay. They grab Waddle, who could be a true number one now. His college teammate. Devontae yeah. could easily be a we good two. We don't know what him and Waddle is going to be in there. We're not so. sure about Gaskins, but he looked we all right. We know what Devontae Parker is. So Gaskin was. Gasecki looks like a, a top tier tight end in today's game. According to the Dolphins. Strong. Yeah. With, they can, have some weapons on offense, Patrick. guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I'd Now, the Dolphins must have thought enough of Gaskin to not go get. They did back. bring in Dokes, who was a great college running back with some injury history. Otherwise, I mean, he would have gone way I think higher. Gaskin's going to have 60 catches out of the backfield. Yeah. Though. I mean, At Gaskin's least. fine. Thousand yard rusher, too, probably. Yeah. They have some weapons. Honest to God, I believe that. I'm not saying they're, they're all time great, but there's enough there where they could easily make the playoffs this year and so, be competitive. For us Tua haters, I agree with you, Caleb. I'm excited to watch because I want to see him fail. I. But, I don't have or not fail, but I just I want him to prove me right. I guess what yeah, I, saw, I was going to say that's not how I feel about him. It, it's I just I don't think he's as as good as he was made out to be. I don't think he's going to transition to the NFL right, 
And I think they made very poor decisions not allowing Fitzpatrick to play the entire season because that I would have rather him learn behind somebody getting into the playoffs than trying to pick up scraps. They make the playoffs if Fitzpatrick plays all I, I agree 100%. So based on what you're saying, I can totally see that argument. The tape, you could easily argue, showed all of that. Yeah. What I am choosing to believe, though, and see on the tape is slightly the other side of that coin where Tua came out and said it felt like he was running in sand. He wasn't all the way healthy. He couldn't do the things that he was really trying to do. So what I saw was a quarterback who didn't really make any mistakes, but just wasn't electric the way he can be. So that's where I'm choosing to believe the narrative to where why I am excited to see him play this year because he's saying he is healthy now. Here's my my issue with that. You also love P.J. Walker. Here's my my problem with that, though, right? If you say, hey, this quarterback that we just got is having issues with constant injuries, ailments, things like that, cannot perform to 100%, then you have to ask yourself, why would I continue to have him be my starter when we have somebody who's capable of winning and you should sit, get healthy, and learn? Mistakes were I made. I don't disagree with you, but on the other side of that coin where my narrative so, is believing is the experience he got last year by being in those moments is what's going to allow them to, why I'm excited, take the jump to possibly win the AFC Are you talking East. about the ones where he got pulled at the end of the game? He so got game action experience, this, which I think, if healthy, could allow them to win the AFC this East this may year. have been the owner Over the bills? No way. coming in and saying, you play Tua instead of well, Fitzmatic. Well, that's bad, right? bad ownership Cause then, if, if, if that's it, the case. Because Brian Flores... When the games didn't go their way, put Fitzmagic in. Why couldn't that have been the team's and the head coach's decision when the season started? Because they knew they weren't going to win the Super Bowl with Russia. They but had. it's just so it, you're getting this this guy who you think is going to be your franchise had. quarterback. But if you're if you're any player on that squad, and you know that you're good enough most games because you proved it to make the playoffs to make the playoffs, and you like immediately when when you have a winning record, you take Fitzmagic out. Before he had had his Fitzmagic games, which he does I, have. Look, I'm not saying that. I don't think he has enough Fitzmagic, though, to win a Super Bowl, right? Could we agree on that? You never know. You I, I, the, I would agree, gotta, yeah. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give so you that. couldn't you have possibly gone to your team and said, look, we're playing a long, no, long no. game here? Yeah, you could. You because easily then could. Because you, you don't pull him when you're losing to put Fitzmagic back in. Yeah. If you tell your team, you know what? We're going to ride this guy. We're going to get him some experience. You're not telling him we're going to ride this guy. You're telling him we're going to get him some experience, but we're still going to try to win games. So if we have an opportunity at the end of the game to put get this him. guy back Just in. get him healthy. Because what? Right. Because you want to know what? I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is, is I think that was... That was the mentality. If he wasn't I, healthy so and that's electric, the like you said, he should have just been sitting the bit. I'm saying, I'm saying, I agree with yeah. you guys in that scenario. But what I'm saying is, in the narrative that I'm trying to believe to be excited about the Dolphins is, what they did was. They're playing a long game. They told their guys, we're going to get him experience, but we're also going to try to win games at the same time. It's a dicey situation. We're going to do our best. This is how we're rolling going forward because we think he's going to be our guy long term. So, so healthy says, him. I mean, we're not excited for two I, I have no, I have no doubt that if, if Fitzmagic plays the whole game against the Broncos, they win that game. Sure. Okay. Without a doubt. Yeah. I'm not arguing any of that. I'm just saying I think they had a different game plan in mind. Okay. And if that wasn't their game plan, I'll be the – the that, first person to say that that was a terrible that game kind of plan. downgrades Brian Flores. What, in my what mind if that's what if, my thought too? And what I would if do like Flores? I'd be less excited then about this upcoming season if that's the kind of mentality you have. What if he plays really well this year though, and they do make the playoffs and they make a, a run? 
if he plays, what if he doesn't? Okay, but if he plays really well this season, I am not going to contribute any of that to what they did that last season. Okay, I will not. Yeah. I think that experience is huge. I I don't because if he would mini camp is probably huger than you that. You know how how stupid you look, right? If he goes out there and he exacerbates that injury and is out for the season, right? Then you look like a complete moron. If that's the case, but it didn't happen, so your game plan could be. You're working. right, exactly. Just you like how going dice, for it with fourth I mean, and one, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Snake eyes didn't come up, but it could have. Exactly, and that's why I think it was just bad. Anyways, they have potential. Um, I'm not high on Tua I like, whatsoever. I like Flores. So I've got him as a dark horse to win the East. No Ooh. way. I got him as a dark horse to win the East. I don't think they beat Buffalo, man. I, I don't. don't think so. Yeah, I don't be, think they beat Buffalo. But I, think I didn't say that's what I'm picking. I'm just saying it's a dark horse. Shoot. If Tua plays well, they could easily go 12 and 5, 13 and 4. But because Miami has been pretty bad since Dan Marino left, yeah. I, I appreciate if they if they're good. Hey, so Miami. A, I'm you, excited about Miami. The other yeah. team, and this is where I think SP will get on board. The Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I am super excited to watch the Cardinals this year. See, we could have just had him talk about the Cardinals, though. Mm-hmm. Now you're stealing it. But he didn't bring it up, so I'm gonna throw it to him yeah, because no. I figured. I think they made uh, obviously their their draft wasn't great per se, but their off season uh, pickups is I think really what's going to be the next level for them. They fixed some issues with the defense for sure, which I think was obviously a big problem. They got exposed. Kyler Murray getting healthy is going to be the biggest part about that. I think they could actually make a run uh, toward the NFC Championship game. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm going to agree with you at least at the point of besides Tampa Bay in the NFC. If Aaron Rodgers is no longer in Green Bay, oh, which yeah. is what we're expecting to happen, right? Who's there? Yeah, it's wide open. No, a healthy 49ers team could still be. But again, there's, there's Actually, a lot of there's a lot of void to yeah. take up. But if 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 Aaron Rodgers is in Green Bay, the top two teams right now you're going to say are Green Bay and Tampa Bay. I think no, this, I put San Francisco just as good as those two teams. Yeah. A healthy no, San Fran San, team, San, I would put them San just as good. San Francisco is is a pretty. I think they're easily top four NFC. You know, yeah, like, yeah, for a, sure. A, I will seven. agree with that. Yeah, I still put Green Bay up there if Aaron Rodgers is there. Only if he's there. If not, that's bottom tier. Why he lost to San Francisco two years ago? That's two years ago, man. It was a healthy team. They yeah, would have been Super Bowl favorites this year if this, those guys this were healthy. Year, Aaron Rodgers played on a whole different level than he played two years that's ago. That's true. So. Yeah. They still have the team around him, though. You think he gets to that NFC Championship game if San Francisco's healthy? As great as he was last year? Sure. I don't. I don't know. I I won't say one way or another. San Fran's D is just as good as Tampa Bay's. As long as San Fran was relying on Jimmy Garoppolo, anything can happen. He got him to a Super Bowl and almost won. I don't know why everybody hates on Jimmy. Anything can happen. I'm just saying. Well, because it's it's that thing again, though. It's like, did... Did Jimmy really get them there? I think he did. As no, he, dude, he's a defense. How many times did he throw the <laughs> right. ball in the NFC Championship game? I don't. I thought he only like had 12. like. Eight, I, I was gonna say I thought he only had eighteen. I thought it was nine, but, but he didn't. Know. He didn't throw it all. Now again, they didn't have to because they were still that's running my, the ball. I mean, that's the point. Like, they're still running. That's the ball. it, man. You win the game anyway. You need to win the game. Yeah, man. that's but, it. But Why that, is that the quarterback but, being bad? Like, no, yeah. but that just tells me that Kyle Shanahan didn't trust them to throw the football. Yeah. Oh, I don't agree with that at all. I don't know. I, I think it's this keeps working. Why would we change it? It is. It's a chess. <laughs> it's a chess game, right? It's like what what are they going to spend their entire time on their defense trying to prep for? Right? How did he lose the Super Bowl? It was the same reason why they're still trying to throw. You think the, he learned his lesson? Well, he was down to the Chiefs. He almost had the He throw. wasn't down to the Chiefs. He they lost up, the they Super were up 10 Bowl. With seven minutes left. Yeah. He lost this. No, not even that. He lost the Super Bowl in Atlanta because he kept throwing the ball. 
He runs the ball. They do not lose. That's almost guaranteed. What did he do in San Francisco now? He runs the ball when he's winning. That That is a philosophy change. That's not because he doesn't believe in his quarterback. No, I, I, mean, I agree. It, you just make the adjustments beyond the fly and you win the way you need to win. That's all there is to it, right? I mean, that's the same reason why the well, Browns I think every philosophy is different against teams. I, I, Some teams are better it's, it's to run. It's a chess match. I, right? I think the Damn NFC right West is. is... If you have a bad opening, you're going to get stomped. The, the <laughs> NFC West is the division that, like, I don't, like, the Rams could win. The Healthy could Rams win, might have the best defense win, like, in the league. I mean... There's a lot of really good football teams. Um, and you still have Russell Wilson in the West, too. Like, anything can happen. Yeah, yeah, but, man, I think Kyler takes the step that you're talking about earlier. I think he's MVP this year. And I think I think I think they tie for the record in the West, but lose on the tiebreaker. However, it works out. So here's a question for you guys: Do you think three teams out of the, the uh, NFC West will make the playoffs? Yes, Oof. guaranteed. For two Absol- reasons. Absolutely. For two, two reasons. Two they're wild that cards good. in a division. They're that good, and there's seven teams. Well, now. you've you've got if if Aaron Rodgers isn't in Green Bay. That whole division's a toss-up. I, I think the Vikings win that division. If you have um, out in the East, Cowboys, Giants, Redskins, like just pick one of them. And then you have the South where Tampa Bay is going to win the South. Yep. So the Wildcards the Saints, are coming out of the, the West. The Saints will be the, the kind of like that team that could come up. It, the reason why this season, in my opinion, is going to be so interesting is because there are way more good teams than there are bad. I, I think there's so much talent out there right now. I mean, now. the only Agreed. bad team. And there's talented coaches using the talent. Well, I don't think it's so much good teams. I think it's all the perennial teams are finally on their way out. Like you Well, know, it's, definitely, Saint, it's a mix of that for sure. You know, the Saints, Absolutely. The Green Bay's probably gone. If I mean, yeah. although, I mean, Jameis Winston could be good. In could, I think so. I, I don't, right. I don't, but I don't think he can make up for Drew Brees' accuracy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the Saints are that good of a team. I just don't. I mean, it's Kamara. He, he's, yeah. He's, I think Thomas is going to see a slide. I don't think he's oh, as good course. as everybody tried to say he was. Yeah. It was Breeze's accuracy and his good hands. Breeze is all-time great accurate. There's never been Correct. another quarterback as accurate as your Breeze. So good I mean, luck, I'll, Thomas. I'll, it's not like he has breakaway I'll, speed. It's I not like he has great route running. Steve Young and Troy Aikman are on that level. No. Yeah. They are good. They are not mm. on Drew Breeze accurate level. And I don't think you watched enough of Troy Aikman or Steve Young then. I think when you have nine straight years or ten straight years of a 69% completion percentage or higher, that's a different level. Look at half of the passes he's throwing. They're less than five yards. Like You're going to be pretty accurate at that level. You have to put it in in an area where the guy's going to catch it. The other area, though, you really have to give Drew Brees credit, though, is look at his height disadvantage compared to the other two quarterbacks. I I give Drew Brees tons of credit. I love Drew Brees. Pinky, guys are less open within five yards than they are 15. Dude. When when that, you're running, that cornerback when you're can stand right next to him, and you're sitting there like I'm gonna dump the ball to Kamara at four yards, yeah, that's an easy completion, bro. Oh, that's like here oh, we go with the empty stats again. But that's not his career. I know. No, no, no. Was, I mean, was three years with Kamara I'm, again? <laughs> like, I still Reg, think he's up he there. Had Reggie Bush before that. Again, Steve Young and Troy Aikman, guys, I watched are just as accurate as Drew Brees. But here's, no. Okay, and they would put up no. the same numbers today as, here, they, here, as Drew Brees. Okay, wait, no. here's, here's the other thing that Absolutely. I don't think you're really like marking as tangibles, though, too, is you have to see how much he's spread the ball around, right? And then you're talking about Steve Young and Aikman. Though I love them both, they were throwing a lot to one or two receivers. 
Breeze was going out and he was diversifying five, six receivers a game, right? So in other words, it's like he's not that single check down kind of guy. He literally reads the field. He knows the weaknesses and he gets the ball there. So it's like those are those intangibles. That, to less talented people who were still catching it. Yeah. Which so, means you're putting the ball in an area that I, makes I it easy for pull, them to accomplish their job. I think if you pull the numbers, it still shows that those guys are just as accurate. That's going to be tough for me to agree with. But we'll agree to disagree. Drew Brees has my vote. Thank you. Yeah. He did a lot harder than they did, in my opinion. So... Steve Young was more athletic too. Steve Young was a beast. And Steve he Young's run. an all-time great. He's yeah. not as accurate as Drew Brees. And plus, they also they played in a lot more aggressive like football though too, where they were allowed to punch each other running down the field sure. and fight for balls. So it was a lot harder to catch stuff then. Well, I mean, or you could look at it as the opposite, right? If you're Michael Irvin and you get to scissor kick somebody off of you and go for a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, like the, so I don't know. It works both ways, right? Because the the the, the physicality of, of both sides of the ball was so different then. It was just a different game. Yeah, and that's, totally why, different game. that's why I don't like to compare greats because every era is such a different place. I know style. what I watched. When I watched Aikman and Young – they put the ball where it needed to be on a consistent basis, and they, to all-time greats who who were in positions to make you again, look better. But then you got to argue though: Are they all-time greats because of who was throwing them the ball, or are they all-time greats because they were good at catching? It's always a combination of both. Well, it has to be absolutely. It's always. But, but name one receiver right now who's going in the Hall of Fame that Drew Brees played with. Oh, no! But I don't know anyone. Joe Horn. No, we won't make it. Name one. Yeah, the only one that will is Michael Thomas, but will he though? I th- now that well, Breeze isn't playing with him, he's going to derail he, his if, own career. If he quits now, he might. <laughs> sure, sure, but that's kind of my but, point. Like yeah. Breeze made these dudes amazing, yeah, and household names for the time they were playing with him. Sure, they left him and they were done. Look at Jimmy Graham. Yeah, Jimmy Graham was a big non-football one. people aren't talking about Jimmy Graham after he left the Saints. He was decent with Seattle. He was okay. He's I mean, a, he is a, a he decent. is a consistent red zone target. Non-football yeah. fans were not talking about him after he left Saints. Right. Period. Well, the that's, only, that's what Drew Brees' accuracy did to these dudes. The only reason why they talked about him after that no. is because they were pissed again, off because they picked him up. Drew Brees is absolutely on that list. What list? Of most accurate quarterbacks. No, I, I think I he agree. is the most accurate. I think he is the gold standard when it comes to accuracy, and everybody else is on a level below him. That's what I keep trying to say. Well, I, I, I agree with you there. Uh, I mean, I don't think I, I can't question his ability. He had to overcome a lot of stuff in order to be that good. I mean, one thing is he played for the Saints. And plus, he didn't have <laughs> he owners in franchise around. He didn't have owners and management building teams around him either. He had to just go out there and work with what he does he have had. a really good offensive coach though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll Here, give you that Pinky. For sure. You know who checks down a lot? Tom Brady. Absolutely. How come you aren't talking about his accuracy? His accuracy is pretty darn damn good. But he checks down more than Breeze does. So shouldn't his accuracy be on the same level? It's it's pretty up there. He'd be on the <laughs> I, I would if actually you put him in the conversation, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree. But I know when I watch Steve Young and, and Troy Aikman, their accuracy and their and their time was better than most. They're, when when people are dissecting Breeze, Again, those guys don't even get brought up in the so same conversation I, as his I could accuracy. argue that you're in a recency bias. Of, no, you've been watching no, Breeze the longest no. now, so now like it's Breeze about is the appreciating guy. what you have when it's there and realizing what it is. Steph Curry, greatest shooter of all time. 
Greatest shooter of all time. Appreciate it. Don't talk about it's the era that allows him to do it. He created the era. Breeze and Peyton created that offense the way it's set up. But Breeze still had to do what he did to make it work. Well, can I just say this number real quick and we'll see if this makes any dent. Uh, so Drew Breeze compared to Steve Young, he was 3.4% with a higher pass. Well, like 68 um, to 65? In, in an era that allows you to pass the ball better than it did back when Steve Young played. Well, but who did Steve Young play with? All-time greats that are going to make it look easier based on their route running and their hands to catch the ball Do and know, make it look like so it's in a better position. Him for that? I'm not. That's I'm, back when you could hit a receiver. That, that's well, back that, when that's, you could hit a guy over the I'm middle. not but, faulting that's him. That's back when you could hit a quarterback. Like. Not faulting him for that. What I'm saying, though, is is those so you, guys, he didn't make those guys what Steve they are. Young in that same offense where you can't hit him, he's got guys running wide open, and he's got guys who can you run across put the Steve middle. Young, he doesn't put up the same numbers? Come no, on, man. No. Not with not with Drew Brees' teams. Come on, bro. I, it, with the San Francisco 49ers teams on, that he bro. had? Yes. Come on, With bro. Drew Brees' teams in the Saints? You're wrong. No. It's, it, you're, you're wrong, bro. <laughs> you're literally... Oh, pinky. It's all it's all hypothetical. You're wrong, man. man. And, but that's what, exactly why I said How I don't, can you literally say I'm wrong when Steve Young played with better talent? He played with... He had Terrell Owens for a couple years. He had Jerry Rice. Two of the five best receivers to ever Again, play the game. If, I mean, you drop, you if you drop him into today's game where you can't hit anybody, he's putting up the same numbers, bro. I, I would agree with that. But that's exactly why I said trying to make era arguments is so difficult. It, it they, is tough. Because they were such difficult. When you, they were different again, games. I'm not making know, an era argument. I'm no, making a, no, the no, talent no. they played I around. I know what I saw. No, it is an I know what argument. I saw. There was nothing you could do when you played Steve Young. He put that ball where it needed to be on a consistent basis with guys in his face, with guys that you can't you Steve can hit Young people is one over of my middle. all-time favorite players. And I'm still going to tell you he is not oh. on the same level as Drew Brees when it comes you're, to accuracy. You're fucking That's wrong. one of the reasons Drew Brees has talked about as one of the greatest of all time. It's fine, dude. You're wrong. <laughs> you won't get me off that hill, bro. I know history a lot. Steve Young. Drake, I love that you're telling me I don't. Like I'm not some kind of connoisseur of soaking up sports information and in, in visuals. Well, okay. So here's the thing then, right? And then we'll just end it on this because there's no point in going back and forth. If you think those things that you're referring to would make up a 3.3% difference in a career. Yes. Okay. Easy enough. All right. Anything else? <laughs> the talent pinky. So if it was, if it was 9%, 10%, I could agree with you. Well, that's I'm not three percent is like this much. It's not. It's a huge not gap. Over, not, not over twenty. Years. It is a huge it's gap not. when you're talking it's about not. completion percentage. Not when you can't touch a guy over the middle. You can't hit a quarterback, right? <laughs> Stop talking about that. And and Those you are still facts. you still but, think Steve but, Young? But, okay, but you're acting like that was Drew Brees' entire career. Like he played 10, 12 years. No, where like he didn't have the, that protection. No, no, no. no. Here, I'm talking about he's when. He's talking when, about when you can still hit the guys. Yeah, and stuff. When, when he had it's to deal with that. Pinky. Pinky, it's yeah. not just that, Pinky. It's not just that. It's You put Steve Young on and the again, Saints teams that he played with. You think Steve Young puts up the same numbers yeah, as Drew does? This is what you need oh, to ask yourself. Is Drew Brees going to put up better completion percentage with Jerry Rice on the 49ers back in the day? Getting demolished by big defensive linemen? No. What? <laughs> Wait, for some reason he would get hit then? No. <laughs> But I don't. I don't know. They're, I still think Drew Drew Brees is great. 
I know he's very accurate. He's got the videos to prove it. I still think you're you're not acknowledging Steve Young or Troy Aikman of saying they're on that level. Well, I I just think well, if you Troy put, Aikman wasn't even in top twenty for a completion percentage of all time. He's he's accurate though, bro. Well, okay, but oh I'm just gosh. telling you what the numbers say. <laughs> it's because he didn't throw the ball as much. Okay, uh, well then shouldn't he have better numbers if he wasn't throwing as much? More doesn't I'm make better. And then plus he didn't need to throw. I mean, he had a lot of time with Emmett Smith. He did. So and he was a very accurate throw. Win games the way you need I to saw. win games. So anyways. But I'm more passionate about Steve Young than I am Aikman, but they're very accurate throws. Pinky, we we you've said your eyes are lying. So when you start talking about what you saw and we're talking about actual numbers and facts. Numbers don't paint everything, bro. No, you're right. So I'm talking about visually seeing it and the numbers that go Steve along. Steve Young with is it. 3% different than Steve uh, than Drew Brees. 3.3, yes. But what's not to and say they played that in different Drew Brees would be 5% more if he had Jerry Rice and Terrell. Th- this what's pinky. to say that that Steve Young's not more that, when he's in playing. Like, that, you drop Steve Young. Look, look, I'll give you this. You drop Steve Young in today's NFL and he has a 70% completion percentage. You drop his teams in today's NFL and give them Drew Brees. Drew Brees has a 73% completion percentage. It's still a different level. That's what I'm trying to explain. This, this is all opinion-based, man. We don't know any it is. of this for well, fact. Again, so, again, you won't get me off the hill. That's fine. I still, I ain't, I, again, I ain't trying to. Drew Brees is still in that conversation, and I'm, I'd be happy to argue that he is. Like, I do like Drew Brees a lot. I, I already told but, you. We're agree to disagree. That's fine, man. Nothing wrong with opinions. Other like than assholes, just flat out telling, telling people they're wrong for no reason when you have nothing to back it up. You're wrong that he's not in the conversation. If you still want to believe that Drew Brees is the greatest of all time, that's fine. But you're completely when it comes dis- to accuracy. But you're completely dismissing other guys. I'm not, and I think that's wrong. I'm there's, not. I'm saying those other guys are on just a, a tier below him. If we were pyramiding it out, Drew Brees is at the top of that pyramid of accuracy, and everybody falls in line behind him. I, well, I, if, if you're going to go off, the only thing you really can go off of, and that's numbers, then that's accurate. But like I said, there are so many variables to it. Maybe. There are. It's not definitive. And, and it's all just a bunch of happenstance. You, you, I don't know. It's not all on numbers overall. You're right. That's why I brought in a bunch of other factors too. Which aren't, aren't, <laughs> didn't really win the argument. So, In your eyes, Pinky. In your eyes. People can make their own decisions. That's right. Choices. They'll pick their own winners. They'll pick their own winner. I think Drew Brees is going to be the most accurate, whatever team you put him on, whatever era. That could be the case. Don't know. But we don't know. You only get one life and one chance, man. You only do. And he made a lot. He made, like he I said, he over two eras. Yeah. Unfortunately, I moved Zach off of Pinky's line side, so I think I won. I. <laughs> I just think if you put Drew Brees on San Francisco with those Steve Young teams, I think he could be just as accurate. I don't think he finishes multiple seasons because he's injured but that's me <laughs> again you act like he didn't play in those years when nfl was rough to quarterbacks he played 10 well, 11 years in that. the first couple years that he it, he was he was injured because he played what, on the Chargers. What, well, i was gonna i was one just year, gonna ask you what team one was year he, on? he was injured yeah one not a couple one and it wasn't even the whole season and who were his wide receivers back then i don't know about wide receivers i know he had antonio gates at the beginning of his At, career. For like, what, a year and a half? Like two. <laughs> Who did Steve Young have again? Oh, wait, the greatest receiver of all time in his prime. <laughs> he was past his prime by then. What? It was 94. 
He was already nine years in. Dude, he played till like 2004. <laughs> yeah, I'd say he's in his prime. That's not Young's fault. <laughs> I would say he was in his prime. They we'll, did. We'll they on. did have the biggest blow in Super Bowl history I, with that I team. Still, I'm just saying. I, I I just disagree that you just completely just like push these other guys to the side. I didn't he, though. That's where not. you're. He's just saying <laughs> statistically, Drew Brees is at the Again, top. He's saying by numbers, he is like. Okay, I'm not. Fine. You're saying there's like a one A, B, and C. I'm saying there is not. I'm any saying there's other a thing. group that you could argue are accurate. I I definitely wouldn't put Troy Aikman in there. No. I think there's more accurate quarterbacks out there than Troy Aikman. It's, Aikman's overrated as far as what he is, I think, personally. I think those baby blues got I you, Pinky. I You know, even being a Cowboys fan, I'll I, say he had a lot of things around him to make, help him win. Yes. Defense and offense. Some of those teams might so, be the most talented group of football yeah, players abs- ever assembled. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> that I will 100% Again, say. If you want to you know, discredit Aikman, I'm, fine. I'm not going to fight you hard on that. On Young, I will fight you on. I, I I think Aikman had the potential, but he didn't need to be that good. Like I think he had enough around him that there were so many ways to win. It wasn't necessary. He didn't need to go out and throw 40 times. You know what I mean? He wasn't that kind of Oh, no, no, no. I'm no, not going to discredit he, him that way. I'm he, just saying, if you're going to talk about all-time great quarterbacks, if anybody so brings up Aikman, with that argument, we done. don't really know because he didn't have to. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We, we don't. But, I mean, but if he was it. that accurate, Pinky, wouldn't he be somewhere on that list towards the top? Well, I, I don't know. It, that, 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 I watched those games, dude. Like, that that ball was on point most yeah, of the time. But, I mean, but also, when you have, you know, like Johnson, Novacek, you have, you know, Harper, no, Irvin. I mean, you wait, have wait, some Pinky, very quick, good people up there. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, 94? Yeah. Yeah, how old you have that much talent, and you're not at the top of the accuracy list. That says something to me. Well, wait a minute. I could find it, okay? I knew where it was, and I knew how it worked. All right. I mean, okay. I assume Aikman has to be like in maybe this low 60s would be my guess. Again, my po- guess too. Po- it, it, the numbers also show completion percentage has risen over the years. Yeah, he was so. at 61.5%. Great, but he played – what was he? 61.5%. That's terrible, Pinky. But, no, but put what the rest of the league was at that time. But he played in the same era as Young. And do you know – this is kind of funny. Do you know who is right above – Actually, he played like his major years Cam before Newton. Young. Jameis Winston. Ooh. Where's Dan Marino on that list? Out of curiosity, oh, where's okay. John Elway? Let's uh, Jim well, Kelly. They're they're lower than him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, um, ooh, all right. I guess I'm gonna be going down a again. While. The short game was not as important. Oh, man, Dan. The None of them were known as accurate quarterbacks, though. Most of no, most of them are. There again, you can be accurate, but when the game plan calls for you to throw deep or throw to guys who are getting hit by other guys. You're not going to complete as many passes. Period. Uh, numbers are not looking good for your other peeps. That's fine. Go to Patrick Mahomes. What's he at? Uh, well, real quick, just for the record, John always at a fifty-six point nine percent. That's fine. He, he played, played an era that you could hit him and you could hit his receivers. He also and played with no receivers until, until ninety-seven. He had no receivers. And Dan Marino was at a fifty-nine point four. So okay. Um. Patrick Mahomes is, I don't know if maybe you have to have, oh, he's at 66%. Okay. 66. They run a lot of dumps, Pinky. A lot of dump offs. But, you know. He also moves around for Dak Prescott's also at 66% too. But here's here's the The majority of completion percentage is going to be from the last like 10 years. And I'm I'm telling you, if they run that many dump offs and they still have the same as what Drew Brees is carrying, you 
that you have to start looking at it as a different level of what he was doing. Yeah, he played like half his career in the era that they just like the completion percentage was higher, bro. Like I give him credit because again, when everybody else is at like sixty six, he's at seventy. I don't like, think you understand what there. I'm trying to say. You're you're saying a lot of that comes from him being dumping it off, and it's not. It's just not. Yeah, but the other half is from guys running over the middle that can't be hit. You can't hit guys over the middle like you could like 20 years ago. And again, if you put Breeze with Young's talent, he still has a higher completion percentage than Young. All right. Let's close up this feedback. I would disagree. It's fine. Circles. But I got Zach. That's all that matters. All I can say is Chad Pennington sitting at number five with the 66%. So y'all don't know anything about football. He Um, played an era where you could (laughs) smash people. Kind of. Yeah. And he couldn't throw down the field. He, nope. he played for 10 years. He dumped off a lot. But, uh, Again, he's tied the numbers number don't always paint the whole picture. That's no, all I they, try to say, guys. They don't. But uh, no. I, but I'm just saying, until we have a better system to go off of, this is kind of what we have to utilize as a starting point. Um, or it, what you like actually watched. And again, I watched those guys. Those are part of my youth. Mine too. Yeah, you're not mm. that much. No, not than us. Mm, mine too. Mm. Yes, you, you have more recency bias. Than no, a lot of I don't. You do, Pinky. You're like a year and a half, two years older than me. That's old. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have mean, uh, been reading sports almanacs fine. since Again, I could read a book. Like, I will not I disagree. have all of that knowledge. Drew Brees is one of the most accurate quarterbacks of all time. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame first ballot. He deserves it. He's I'm saying awesome. you keep going back to this hitting guys and how physical it was. You keep dismissing the fact that he played with all-time greats. Breeze did not. I, I will say this, though, to kind of help your argument, Pinky, um, because obviously we should have advocates on ball side. Uh, <laughs> his percentages got a lot better later in his career, and there was a lot of things to help uh, help with that. Um, I mean, because he – I mean, but he was still good, though. His first – He's still awesome. Yeah. Like literally, like if you watch Drew Brees and you watch some of his videos, he can throw a football through a trash can, through a net from like 50 yards. Like I absolutely believe he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks of all time. There like I I won't argue against that point. I'm just saying there's other guys in the conversation. Heard. Cool. I think it's crazy to tell me I'm wrong though. Well, you're wrong that you dismiss everyone else. I didn't dismiss anybody. You did. You absolutely. You said Drew's is the best. You're the having best. a conversation. I'm telling you, I think there's two levels. Your conversation is allowing multiple yeah, guys yes. in And it. you said this guy's at the top level and everybody else is below him. So you're ap- you're dismissing everyone else. That's not dismissing them. It is giving you where what I think the accuracy line is. What is it? How is it dismissing when I'm saying they're like the second tier? I'm not saying they're like bottom of the barrel. It's completely dismissing them. It is not. You're ranking, Pinky. You're ranking a 1, a 1A, a 1C, so on and so forth. I'm I'm ranking people in a conversation, which between eras, I think that's all we can do. Okay, and my conversation for that is just that I don't think anybody else is on the same level as Breeze. I don't know why that's wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You won't get me off that hill. You are wrong. Oh, my goodness. All right, cool. Well, I guess we'll uh, talk some fantasy next week because... You know, OTAs we need, we started. Need to, we need to fill out the uh, Dynasty uh, League. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll get on Dynasty that Dynasty League and the 
Sports Nonsense well, and Whiskey Redraft SP League. SP needs to join the league. Is he not joined? No. We'll get that. We we'll only created that. the league oh. for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it starting soon? Do I need to get on this? We'll, we'll get on that. It would be nice we, if you at least joined. Are we pressed the for time? The, we fill it the sooner we know when we can draft. <laughs> Which we are trying to do a live draft. That's yeah. all we really care about anyways is that drafting. That sounds like that. Don't I mean, when we live draft, you're making wings, right? Apparently, he's not even going to be in town. No, no, no. We're, we're going to live draft like July. I don't know. That's a lot of work to make wings. You're making wings. It's, it's going to happen, right? You do realize I started those wings at like 9 a.m. for I don't, the Yeah, that's draft. fine. No. <laughs> you think he cares? <laughs> he just wants to eat them. until like halfway through the second round of the draft. I mean, I'll come over at 9 a.m. and help <laughs> season them if we need to. Like, I don't care. Hey, hey real quick. Do you realize that Drew Brees also threw the ball almost two and a half times more than Steve Young? Think about that. Think about that. That oh, okay. means nothing to Pinky. Nothing. That means nothing, nothing okay. to him. Gotcha. All right. So, <laughs> those so, are empty so, stats. So 7,142 completions compared to only 2,667. Doesn't matter? No. Okay, cool. Awesome. Anyways, anything else, guys? Numbers. They're weird. <laughs> I'm, yeah, good. I'm good. I'm ready to talk about some more playoff all Hockey right. and basketball next week for sure. It's Sweet. gonna start ramping up real quick. Very good. Any more nonsense? No, I'm good, man. The whiskey was delicious. We all except sure for we the had uh, Colorado Select. Yeah, two, Pinky's not a big fan premium. of that. Two finger, huh? I saw. I saw. Uh, I think I had a fist. I don't. I don't. You, Do, def- you definitely hey, had a fist. I will save you guys eighteen dollars. Do not buy <laughs> the ultra premium Colorado Select. Ultra is the key word that you guys need I'm going to mix of. this with Monster from here on out. Oh, actually, you missed it. It's Ultra Premium Select. Uh, they, oh, they, they got all three They got there. threes. So that's even yeah, more yeah. of a red flag. Yeah. That's like literally a mix between Safeway, King Supers, hey, and Walmart brands. It has a good bag, guys. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's waterproof. Um, if you know it's what like I mean. the MyPillow guy going, it's fluffy, soft, and affordable. <laughs> right. Wait, why am I buying this pillow yeah, You didn't again? tell me it was good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, you boys, have a good rest of your week. We'll be back Monday next week going ish, shortish here. So be on the lookout. All right, Hope fellas. everybody has a great week. We're out. Later. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave. If I never stood tall, nobody would ever see. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave. If I never stood tall, nobody would ever see. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave.